This episode is sponsored by Enriched Superfoods. Enriched is my go-to store for the most powerful, most pure superfoods on the plain et. They've got all the good stuff from maca to matcha, from shilajit to powdered greens. But you know what I love the most? I love the mushrooms. Now I know what most of you are thinking, get on with the show, right? But I know what else you're thinking. You're thinking, how can I get better at strangling people? Us jiu-jitsu guys, we're all the same. We want to be better, we want to be badder. Well, being better requires two things, learning more stuff and being able to execute more stuff. And Enriched has got you covered with what I'm calling the white basement jiu-jitsu super stack. First is lion's mane mushroom to supercharge memory, focus and clarity and even better, give a neurotrophic boost literally helping you grow new jiu-jitsu brain cells. Now, a jiu-jitsu super brain is all well and good, but if you can't execute on the mat, then it don't mean jack. That's why the second half of the super stack is the legendary Cordyceps CS4 mushroom extract, scientifically proven to offer heroic levels of stamina and energy, as well as improved lung function, actually helping you breathe better while you stop other people from breathing at all. Go to enriched.co, that's E-N-R-I-C-H-D.co, and use the promo code WhiteBasementPod for a 10% discount across the whole site. Want to get more taps in more rounds and more respect from more people? Then get super stacked. Go to enriched.co and use the promo code WhiteBasementPod bad discussions with people and they go i couldn't tap and i went you can always say tap yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> you should just practice it once you once you get good at it you find it comes it's easy. very natural for it me it comes easy <laughs> hey guys welcome to another episode of the white basement podcast today i am joined again third time by my good friend Triangle Jedi Ben Woodscratch. Woodscratch. Third no. time lucky. <laughs> ben Woolridge. You, I think and you called me Woodledge. Wood, Woodledge. <laughs> I was looking Woodridge. back at my text. I went, oh, that's a new one. That's a good one. I like that. Ben Woodledge. And, uh, and, and on this theme of getting people's names wrong, oh, my beautiful wife, Gosha Len Joshak, whose surname I still can't say. Say your surname? Len Joshak. Len Joshak. Len Joshak. Am I saying it right? Not to me, Len to Josh. me, you're saying it right. No. So, to her, you're saying it wrong. Len Joshak. Len Joshak. Well, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 90%. joined. I'm joined by Ben and Gosha. Welcome. Um, well, what about the, my nickname? Come on. Gosha Konda. Keep that. Gosha Konda. Gosha Konda is in the house. Gosha Konda is in the house. Do you have a nickname? Um, no. No. <laughs> Not a good one. Jason, no. Jason that, that guy with the orange hat. Yeah, the hat, the geezer with the, the hat. hat. Yeah. Yeah. Or as uh, as Smith said, the Harry Krishna one. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Harry Krishna one. <laughs> he said, yeah, he said when he first came to Mill Hill, he, he was like, oh, cool, there's a Harry yeah. Krishna guy training here. <laughs> yeah, he'll be, he'll be peaceful. Yeah. He'll be a gentle Rob. I am. I am a peaceful, gentle Rob. Not well. No. So, um, yeah, we, so we were, um, we were going to talk about today um, training specifically jiu-jitsu but probably training in general mm. as an older athlete and a female older athlete and um, run through some of the things that we um, 
some of the tips, some of the pitfalls, some of the things we've done wrong, some of the things mm. we probably should have done differently. But just as we were getting ready to record, Ben Ben <laughs> came up with a great question. So we yeah. thought we might we might roll into that one first. Okay. Well, when I when I was acting and I'd be on tour, I'd be working with lots of different groups of people, and I guess they were just sort of. Uh, sort of icebreakers or not even not that I consciously went oh this is something I'll do as an icebreaker um but <laughs> I uh, what I'd say was uh like I said to Jason I was like you're you've been sentenced to death for wearing too many orange hats um and you're allowed a last meal but I expanded it from just a last meal so you could choose your favorite packet of crisps your favorite bag of sweets uh your favorite chocolate bar, a fa- your favorite starter. So it doesn't, If, for example, you could say, oh, I like a chicken tikka starter, but I like a roast as your main meal and you might have something else that you put You can in. change between yeah, restaurants. so it doesn't have to be like all Indian themed or all Thai themed or all, all Italian, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, starter, main, uh, pudding, and then what I call a savory drink. So a cup of tea or, or a fizzy drink like Coke and an alcoholic drink so it's quite a, sh- a smorgasbord <laughs> yeah quite a lot but you're um, probably gonna die after, you after eat all you that. yeah 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 <laughs> but you die happy because oh and also like it wasn't like a generic like someone just went off and cooked it it'd be like oh my mum's lasagna but right. when i go to five guys or i like their chips i'd yeah, have that as a yeah, start yeah. so it could be anything okay so you go on then do i I'm yeah you go first. first you go first. well or actually gosh you should go first because right so she's a lady <laughs> Lady in the house, the first one on the podcast. Uh, so, what do we start with? A packet of crisps. Right. Okay. I don't think I've got favorite favorite, but probably salt and vinegar. But you don't have a brand. A, you don't like Walkers. Well, yeah, that's really bad. But it will be Walkers. That's fine. <laughs> Not bad. That's why well, she wouldn't say. They sponsor, sponsor, the sponsor the podcast. They sponsor the podcast. But actually, no. Okay, maybe I will change truffle and uh, truffle. Yeah, oh olive oil. God, truffle oil. Yeah. Marks and Spencer's truffle and olive oil. Have you had these? They're not. They amazing. <laughs> they're amazing. They're not on amazing. my list. Yeah. They're on a, they're on a different list of mine. That's why I chose mine. them because I'll have the them. whole package for myself. <laughs> All right. That's so crisps. Crisp. That's crisps. Okay. What what's next? Chocolate. Chocolate. Okay. Wow. And okay. a bag of sweets. This yeah, is gonna, this this is, gonna be hard for you because you eat so many sweets. Jess. Yeah, I was going to say that I can switch, swap all my savory meals to sweets because I love well, sweets you can so your, much. <laughs> all your, all your, your starter can be ice cream. Right, your main okay. Can be ice I know cream. which chocolate. Okay, I got it. It is chocolate. Maybe because it re- reminds me of a childhood, and I don't remember the name of that chocolate. A piece of but wood. It's a, is it? <laughs> a piece of wood. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, disclaimer, yes, I'm, I'm from Poland, so <laughs> when I grew up we had... You just pulled bits um, of bark off a tree and went, look, chocolate! <laughs> we didn't have much, so yeah, we definitely had wood. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in a stew. Um, no, I think it's rum and raisin, like it's, I don't remember <gasps> the name, but it's, what? What's wrong with you? Yes, rum and raisin. I quite like rum and raisin. Do you? Right, okay. It's like a little rum and raisin, yes. That's nice. Okay, but I think it's Ritter as well. It's like in a blue package with I think like parrot or something, and it's like squares. Did I you brought say it from Germany. Yeah, something. 
What, it's, it's like rum Caribbean. and raisin and parrot? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what parrot tastes like. It's not parrot flavour. Like a chicken. <laughs> like pigeon. Like chicken. Chicken. But that will be, yeah, that will be my chocolate. I don't know what chicken tastes like. Do you no, not? It doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, like oh, caramel. I suppose so. If it's on it, but I'm, I'm interrupting. I always get yeah. told yeah. off for interrupting. Yeah. That's Truffle and olive oil crisps. Yeah. Rum, rum and raisin, parrot, square chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing really well <laughs> so far. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a joke about parrot as well. I tell you. Oh, I can't oh, no. wait. No. I, yeah. I wish you could. <laughs> it's like a joke for Jason anything. Jason was a few I'll weeks ago. You said you would have a joke every week, and he told one just before we went live. It actually was pretty good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you then quickly my my parrot joke. Okay. Uh-oh. Friends of mine will know this one, my old one. Um, so it, you would be talking to a, a a lady in a social setting, say in a club or in a bar or whatever, and you'd say to her, um, put your left hand out. So she'd put her hand out and you'd say, have you ever had the parrot on there? And she'd say, no. And you'd say, put your other hand out, put your right hand out. Have you ever had the parrot on there? No. Put your tongue out. I bet you've had a cockatoo on that. <laughs> oh dear! Oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, back I to the I think I we were going to say, and then you put your cock in a hand and go, "That's not a parrot either." <laughs> no, but you held my cock. I thought it was going to go that way. I thought, no, that's disgusting. But you're right. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know why I went straight to cock, <laughs> but it was cockatoo. <laughs> it was cockatoo. Um, oh. Yeah, go on. Right. So the crisps. And what's yeah. your bag of sweets? Uh, let me guess. We we should do you know okay, like that. Yeah, um, go on. Yeah, you know like uh, the generation game. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. You yeah. should know. You should know your said. partner. Yeah, go on. Uh, bag of sweets. Current know. yours changes. Yes. Is yeah. those tropical limited edition marums? Yes. Yeah. This I could. Oh, good husband. Oh. Very good you. husband. You if I can Attention get any, because yeah. normally yeah. if I buy them, <laughs> yeah, they I, disappear. I <laughs> That's why so I, I think that's I what like them. For me, I buy sweets, right, for me, and I hide them in cupboards that the kids can't get to. And I've had a hard day at work, and I come home, and I go, Rachel, where, where are my sweets? Oh, B found them. That's my daughter. I'm like, oh, B, did you eat my sweets? Yep. I'm like, I'm, I'm having to find better and better hiding places. You need to, like, one day when you've got, like, a bit of time... You need to get the bag of sweets, open it, unwrap all the sweets, put cat food treats in there, wrap no, them all up. No, because they're not wrapped. Like, That's the thing. They're oh. not wrapped. But I hide them in high cupboards behind like bags of flour so she can't see it. Oh, she put them in the car. Yeah. I did have some in my car. I did have some in my car. Every Christmas, uh, just on that <laughs> subject, every Christmas when we have Christmas tree up, we've got uh, chocolates. <laughs> Hanging on the tree, at least for like two days. Those lint, you know those little lint oh, balls? Oh, they're lovely. They're, they're, they're absolutely yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. But they kind of disappear really quickly. Who eats them? Wonder why. I wonder who. Father Christmas. <laughs> the elves. Can't, right? <laughs> Some geezer with a white beard. I think it's Father Christmas, but it might be me. But to this point as well, that they don't just like disappear from the from the tree because the, the package is still there. They're tied on really tightly really with the ribbon. Yeah. So you just take the chocolate out and leave it yeah. right there. They, they, we They're just got like loads of these things. Marvel start hanging packages Cheeky. from... So last year, I decided <laughs> to trick him. <laughs> and I actually put the Brussels, Brussels sprouts. No way. That's genius. You must have gone, she'll never know. And then you went back there and go, she does know. No, and then I tricked him. I said, look, there is this one last hazelnut, your favourite. No, it was the mint, wasn't it? We ran out oh, of the mint. green ones. Oh, mint, yes, that's the one. Because I ate all the green ones first. 
And then Jason took it off the Christmas tree, but, to, you know, with the package and everything. So I followed him everywhere, <laughs> everywhere in the flat with a camera, just recording. You should have said, um, do, you want that, do you want that last minute one? Yeah, 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 thanks, thanks. Unwrap and go, close your eyes, <laughs> open your mouth. Yeah, but it's coming like, this year, You know, man. I close one eye, I'm like a ninja. <laughs> I'm like, she's, she'll never do that. So I'm like, what, what shit is she putting there? Something sneaky. I should do that this year with my this kids. This year, I'm going to... They'll be so up. disappointed. They'll be like, Dad, was Yeah, Dad. you need to really like go like full clinical, do an advent calendar yeah. from the back. Like with loads of yeah. real shonky, you know, cat food. And yeah. Cover that in chocolate in this box. as well. Just to make it... You know, it... like the uh, like the recession <laughs> recession advent calendar. Open this one, there's nothing in it. Open that one, there's nothing Do you remember in it. as kids though? I don't Use know your you energy had, bill. I presume you had advent calendars in Poland apart no. from... You didn't even have chocolate. But I remember being so excited with an advent calendar that was just a door. It didn't have a chocolate yeah, behind it. You yeah. went, oh my God, it's a little robin. December the 4th is a little robin. I'd be yeah. saying to my brother, look, a robin. And he'd be going, oh, I got a snowman. I'd be going, oh my God, that's amazing. You've got a snowman. And now... Like, yeah, because the chocolate would be like only maybe every... It might be the 25th or yeah, the 24th. Yeah, like every... On the 10th and then on the 17th. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And most of them was just a picture. Doors, but I was... I couldn't wait to open that next door. But that's the that's the nice thing about being a kid, right? Is oh, that you're no. so excited I didn't about everything. Have calendar. No, but you had trees. <laughs> I could have yeah, a but bit like you said, you were you were yeah, happy to just go and play with the freshly cut hay, right? Yeah. <laughs> now you wouldn't. You'd be like, right, hey, like, hey, in coal. December, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, hang on. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, we are completely off Starter, main, and uh, dessert. Right. Okay. Starter. It's probably currently my favorite salad uh made. salad oh, yeah good, it's man. amazing got parrot yeah. chocolate in our salad i know how sad my life is but right? it's carrot cucumber sweet chili sauce fish sauce are you just giving out my recipe my secret yeah. recipe? no all right i won't tell any more ingredients it's like okay. a thai salad it's so good oh, it's so yeah. good yeah, yeah. So i just good. made has it, it like... got any meat in it or is it just leaves no, no it leaves. doesn't have just leaves yeah. cucumber oh, carrot oh, and okay. the dressing and, okay. and, and pineapple some other things. oh yeah and some yeah. pan fried chili pineapple yeah it's amazing oh it's yeah. good. sounds better i, I would Main. have probably that oh green thai curry 100 are you a veggie no not anymore with tofu or without? Yeah, with tofu. Yeah, with tofu. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't do mind like tofu a green curry. Yeah. I, I like do. green curry. Yeah, I uh, do. Quite spicy as well. I like yeah. spicy. Yeah. And dessert? Right. Okay. That's a tough decision. I think tiramisu actually. Your own? Yeah, my own too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I must sound say, like... <laughs> I must say, your tiramisu it's is the best, different right? level, man. Wow. We've tried it's tiramisu so good. everywhere. Do you, like, do you like tiramisu? I don't mind it. I Next time we make some, we'll yeah. keep I'm your sure portion. I've seen pictures that you've posted on Facebook. Yep, Gosh, yep, you definitely. If you've got yeah. Facebook, you would have seen pictures yeah. of Gosh's food. <laughs> Here's my food. Donald, Donald Trump's seen pictures of Gosh's food on Facebook. <laughs> Tiramis is the best. And, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, savory drink? Savory like drink. A, yeah, and a cocktail. Right, well, it must alcohol. be coffee, right, for me, because mm. I work with coffee. Black or? Black, black coffee. Sugar? No. No, black mm. coffee. Sugar. Probably <laughs> sugar. Yeah, come on. The devil. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm quite particular okay. as well with coffee. So probably that will be some uh, experimental process uh, coffee. Mm. Um, I like coffee. Don't ask. You wouldn't recognize what she's talking about as coffee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's like some weird Or maybe some beautiful geisha coffee. She's got cat shit. How much was your cat shit coffee that you bought? So I just bought 50 grams. So it's like smallest package of coffee you've probably ever seen, including delivery, 30 to quit. 
it comes out of a cat's eye. You know what Kopi Luak is? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it. Civic. Civit. Yeah, but this is this is wild civet. So they don't normally... So They when, don't farm them, Where right? were we when we went to the farm? Bali. 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 Yes. So in Bali, when we visited, it was like a farm. So they were in cages and they were... They're, they're not force-fed, but they don't really have, like, choice of what they're eating. Yeah. Now, in the wild, they would pick only the good cherries. So coffee the, cherries. Yes. The, sorry, coffee cherries, of course, yeah. And um, then it goes through, like, the digestive system so the enzymes are kind of um getting rid of that flesh of the of the cherry mm. and they poop your coffee all the vegans <laughs> have just turned off haven't they they've gone no, no, i was vegan. quite enjoying i was quite enjoying the podcast oh it's not the vegan. That's vegan but the what? wild one there's no yeah but i imagine because they're in captivity no no they're, no, wild. they're wild they're, they're, they're these are oh, wild that's why it's so, so expensive this geezer's mm-hmm. job is literally to go Going through the jungle with a little catch it Collecting yeah. cashew. Mm-hmm. I apologise, vegans. I apologise. Yeah, they're vegan. <laughs> they're, they're vegan all about the vegans, yeah. man. No, they got they free got, range cats. As long as, as long as you're cat. a city banker, you can drink as much of that copy yeah. luck as you want. So, what's thirty your, quid for one? Cup. What's your alcoholic? Oh, God. another difficult one. <laughs> I'll probably go with Eva. mezcal. Oh. With what? Oh, you Wrong. didn't guess mezcal. What? No, now now you said it. Yeah. What's me, what's mezcal? Oh, mate. You haven't tried that's mezcal. That's a whole other podcast. Is that? Oh my is god! That a, a, it's, okay, I'm changing my, my mind. If, if te- your life is sad. <laughs> if, <laughs> Not if tequila yeah. is um, Bell's ten pound a bottle, yeah, mezcal is single malt. You know, thirty mm. year old. It's 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 Even the same the kind of. Mezcal it's a Mexican has got such a distinct drink. flavor. You drink alcohol. it neat or. It, yeah, well, it's it, it's like tequila, so you can mix it or you can drink it straight or whatever. But it's 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 hard to explain. It's smoky. It's complex. It's if you, you like, like alcohol, I love it. Oh. If you like your alcohols, it's it's pretty special. The, the mm. first bottle of mezcal we had at home was the first lockdown. I went to a shop. Yes, and there was like literally no veggies. Nothing left. I wanted to go, but um, get courgettes. There was like no veggies. I it's was made like, from yeah, vegetables. okay, it's drinking it? time. Yeah, it's made from <laughs> agave ag- plant. Agave plant. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you, close you enough. You know a lot about cat shit and cat shit coffee and alcohol. <laughs> cat shit, bat shit and alcohol. All right, so, so that's, that's, your, that's yeah. yours. Well, they are the most, like I said, I compiled and I actually did have a little diary because <laughs> I'd worked with that many people and I was just sad. I'd write down that person's name and all their choices. I don't think Thai curry came up before, but none of your other choices. So oh. you are unique. <laughs> have you? Unique. That's what I say. Have you? Have you? Have you got a set list or no? Uh, or does yours change? Changed over time. I always just uh, yeah. A lot of it was sort of Indian based, but I can't remember it all. Uh, it was, no, I can't remember. I remember the I remember the main meals. I can't. I'm not sure if I remember the crisps and the sweets. What, what would you have now? Though? I think uh, I'd probably have some sort of like lamb tikka starter or something like that, and I'd probably have a, a roast dinner because there's a lot on that plate, and it would be my roast dinner that I cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, what pudding? Meat probably you, sticky toffee pudding with custard. Oh, nice. uh, do you know what? I mostly cook chicken because it's what my family will eat, but I love roast beef and I love roast lamb. Um, 
savoury drink, probably actually oh Coke, Coca Cola. What's that? I was going to say coffee for a second. No Coke, <laughs> full sugar Coke, uh, crisps. I used to really like these. I think they were T-bone flavored roysters. What T-bone flavored? Yes, yeah. yeah. I think they still um, do them. I'm sure I've seen do. them I had recently. recently. Yeah, yeah I had some recently. Uh, I quite like um, salt vinegar hula hoops, chocolate bar. God, I don't know, man. Like a Mars bar or a crunchy, <gasps> something like that. Sweets at the moment. Goes. Sweets would be jelly tots or strawberry laces. Fucking yeah. addicted to those little strawberry shits. Strawberry laces. Oh my god. This or is something like my sour. Or something soury. Latest discovery. I love the strawberry laces. Yeah, I, I took it back to Poland to for my nieces. Yes, and that was the first time I've tried that, and it's amazing. It's like catnip. <laughs> you literally, like, oh, just it's one like more. it's literally like eating plastic, but yeah. it says strawberry on the packet. Yeah, oh, it's and delicious. it's addictive. <laughs> and uh, what about alcoholic drink? Yeah, drink. Um, oh god, my, probably. My I come from a brewery town called Devizes, and they make a good one. A brewery town yeah. called De- Devises. Devises. And they make a, a beer called 6X. And I do really like 6X. And you can buy Sick it. or six, 6. As in... The, S-I-X-S-E-X. S-I-X. 6X. Oh, 6X. I thought you said sick sex. So like I was a, like, that's, <laughs> like, that's <laughs> like one of those psychological experiences. Is that what you heard? Right. Go, to, go six through Six as in B. the number and X as in the Roman numeral for 10, I suppose. 6X. But you can buy it in the supermarket, but it's not. It's never as good as it is on tap. Yeah. But, but again, I've gone through, I'm sure like you guys, when you're younger, you go, oh, this is my favourite drink. Yeah. And then you go off it because you're sick. Very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, something like that. Yeah. Go on and wash yours. All right. I'm going to do crisps. I'm going to go for salt and vinegar, um, balsamic vinegar um the kettle chips kettle chips oh yeah they're delicious salt and balsamic kettle chips you know which other crisps i forgot about the plum uh, oh those from the japanese Japanese ones plum crisps yeah sweet plum or whatever they're nice pickled Pickled plum plum. yeah they're nice they're really good i'm sticking with with kettle chips sea salt balsamic vinegar chocolate Bar, if it's a chocolate bar, yeah. my latest favourite, that if I'm not diabetic already, it's, it's, it's in the bag. I've got it in the bag. Um, <laughs> Snickers Creamy. Is that the one with the peanut butter? Yes. Bit? I have had one. Yeah, they're nice. Yes, that is the peanut butter one. So Snickers Creamy is my chocolate bar at the moment. Yeah. Um, packet of uh, sweets, bag yeah. of sweets at the moment is these gummies. Oh, yeah. These, what are they called? Swiss... Pick them up. Go on, make a rustle. Squashies. They're on the table. Squashies. Squashies. So if you if you lot want a recommendation, swizzles, drumstick, squashies, rhubarb and custard flavour. They're delicious. We should be. A, they should be a sponsor. sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneakers. Sponsor. Hit us up on the socials, uh, Swizzler. Um, yeah, they're my favourite sweets at the moment. Um, drinks, non-alcoholic. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be kind of boring and say, bottled water, oh, nice sparkling. cold bottled water. No, even no. still, you know, when you're thirsty after yeah. training, whatever. Man, there's nothing that's as good when I'm thirsty. Yeah, I've got a friend who who says the same. Bottled water yeah. in the fridge, cold water. I'm like, Bleh. <laughs> boring. A couple of ice cubes in it sometimes. Um, alcohol. I could I could easily go mezcal as well. 
but I'm going to go with a little bit more complication. Mm. I'm going to go with the lychee and rose vodka martini. Yeah. Oh, that, that sounds that nice. We make. Oh, mate. Is it really sweet? Oh, no. No. Oh, isn't it? It's very Actually, I'm not even, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off air the recipe. If <laughs> anyone you wants to yourself? know, we'll, yeah. we'll just oh, invite, well. you, if we'll invite you over. To, yeah, I'll make you one next time, but don't drive <laughs> for a week. No. Um, yeah, if anyone wants to know the recipe... Message me on Instagram, Jason White Basement, and I'll tell you the exact recipe. It's amazing. Mm. Um, that's my drink. Yeah. Vodka, uh, martini, lychee and rose. Um, food, starter, I'm going to go for... I don't even know what I'd have for a starter. There was a point where I said, because people had the same problem, they went, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really that... Or they were like, I don't really have a sweet tooth. Or they were like, I don't really... I'm not really a savoury person. I don't. Really, I said, look, you can have, you can swap it. You can have two starters or two puddings. So you can swap out the starter for a pudding. Or it's, it's not so much that my main is so good. Go on then. That, in, that in my head, I'm thinking, I don't want a starter because it's going to ruin my main meal. <laughs> there was a t- also, there was a time where people went, spaghetti bolognese is my favourite, but I don't want it as my main. And I went, you can have it as a starter, just a small portion. You probably could. You put in a, in a fancy restaurant, they probably do your I've spag- had a, I've, I've starter. I've had a starter. This yeah. is spaghetti bolognese, yeah. So I'll tell you what I'll have for a starter. I don't think it's my favourite, but it's nice and it's the only thing that's popping into my head at the moment is a properly cooked uh, from the oven scotch egg. Oh, really? You know, oh, with right. a runny oh. yolk yeah, 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 and yeah, it's all yeah. nice seasoned nice meat and everything. Sort of brasserie. Yes, nice exactly. I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a properly nice runny yolk scotch okay. egg for a starter. My my main is... Uh, biryani. Yeah. It's what? Uh, is is it's this lamb, lamb biryani? Lamb biryani. Oh, good choice. From one place. From one place. Yeah. yeah. In St Albans. Yeah. Who's that? There's a restaurant in St Albans. This is my next tip for anyone who, who wants to eat just the amazing. most amazing plate in, of food. Is Shea Mumtage. It's on the. It's if you're coming into St Albans, up towards driving up the hill towards the high street, it's on your left hand side. It's it's hard. It's easy to miss. It's opposite a little craft beer shop. Literally opposite. There's a So petrol station on your right. Keep going up the hill. There's a craft beer shop on the right, and this Shea Mumtage is on the left. Just, okay. just Google it. They've got a they got a lamb biryani, which is slow cooked lamb mm. in a pot with pastry on the top. So it's like a pie. Oh wow! It is. I, I promise you. I don't you've think they've never do, eaten a biryani do they do a like takeaway? this. Uh, they do because I was on uh-huh. Just Eat last night. We actually got a curry for the first time in ages, and. It's a small menu. It doesn't come up on my... They, I think they have a different menu maybe on a Saturday night. Okay. They have a, a little bit more because it's, it's French-Indian fusion. Oh, wow. So I think on a Saturday night, it's a little bit more fine dining-y. But that biryani, we haven't eaten there for a while, but last time I went, it was about 10 or 12 quid. Mm. I tell you, and you won't want to have a starter. It is knockout. That's, it, mm. it doesn't matter what's happening. That's my favourite. And then the dessert, I would probably i mean we've had a lot of nice desserts actually i'll tell you what could be the best specific dessert that i've ever had oh i know that yeah the one in morocco (laughs) chocolate in morocco (laughs) so normally i like chocolate but normally i won't choose a chocolate dessert because it's too chocolatey i need it with some fruit or Mm. some you know some something to balance Mm. it but we went to morocco and in our hotel 
they had this, uh, which which I didn't really know, but Morocco's very French influenced on yeah, the cooking. Yeah, French colony, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so their food is kind of a little bit more French-ish. Yeah, yeah. Butter and, you know, kind yeah. of a bit more fancy than you would think necessarily for Middle Eastern cooking would be yeah. just kind of like a bit of lamb, bit of Tagine spices. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. which they did have as well. But they had this dessert, which I think was like four or five ways, chocolate five ways. Oh, right. So it was like a little scoop of chocolate ice cream, a chocolate macaroon, a little... Like a chocolate know, soil or brownie. something. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was, oh. you know, one of them was a little bit bitter, one was a bit creamy, one was sweet, one was salty. It was... Knockout goes well, That's salt. I think best chocolate, best mm-hmm. dessert. I've ever Actually, had. chocolate buttons are probably if I could choose a chocolate bar, it would be cho- <laughs> dairy milk and chocolate buttons. You're lowballing my dessert, man. I know <laughs> chocolate buttons. I fucking love them. They're chocolate the ones that my buttons. daughter always eats. Bloody pain. I tell you what, for for that for those kind of chocolatey sweets, I like um, almond M and M's. Oh, it's so hard M&Ms. to get though. I've never had. It. I love M and M's. I think I they're in a M&Ms. beige mm. bag. I have no seen. You them. can only get yeah, them in like West the Turkish or kind of probably M and M's world yeah. or whatever. Yeah, those places, you know, and they've got all that random import yeah. stuff where yeah. the ingredients are not in English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll have them in there. Yeah, 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 they'll have them in there. I used to love that when you used to go on holiday as a kid. You'd be like, "There's a packet of something. Is, is that a, a oh, brand you recognise?" And you're like, "We don't have these yeah. in England." I want yeah, these. Like, uh, this is Gosha's, like my favorite. Gosha's Kit Kats, right? <laughs> not even Kit Kats. Green anything. Kit Kat. Like I would just buy, you know, I go to a shop and I just buy all the sweets that never mm. came across. Or did you? Yeah. Did you? Have, you guys them. both recently went to Italy, didn't you? Rome. Rome. Yeah. Did you have any nice food there? I'll tell Ooh. you what we had. <laughs> second, second trip. Second ships. Second trip to Italy. Yeah. Second time they poisoned me. You're joking. Food poisoning. Food poisoning. <laughs> really? Yep. I had the nicest. I went to Rome about. The food was good, six, but the food, but yes, because son? now you are not selling that. Really Eighteen well. years it was ago, amazing. Eighteen years ago, and I just I, I fell in love with the with Italy, the culture, the architecture, but the food blew my mind. Oh really? Everywhere I ate was just. I don't really like pizza that much, and I was so hungry. We were walking back from the Vatican City to somewhere, and I was like, I've got to stop and get something to eat, and I just got a slice of pizza because it was the only thing that was on sale. And it was the best pizza I'd ever had. And I went, God, this tastes amazing. And it could be because I was really hungry. You know when food yeah, tastes yeah, nice yeah, when you're hungry. Yeah, yeah. But all the food I had there, the mozzarella, everything. The mozzarella. Yeah, we had, we, I mean, the food was nice. The we had Rome was fantastic. Right, mm. It was good food, but it wasn't trip. like outstanding. It was, more in, it was more in Sorrento where I had really good food. But right. yeah. I was, yeah, oh, oh, the food was But great. we usually, when we go away, like... The first thing on our list is, well, maybe like the weather and then the food. It's like, we can't go here yeah. because they, what, do, they only do this and this. We need that and that. What poisoned you? What, what did you eat? Well, we, we don't know. We don't know. I, I still, even, even I was, Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So when it's I think badly, about carbonara, I feel a bit like, oh, so I think Could have been the carbonara. Been the first Could night. Could have been the carbonara. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But other than that, it was, trip was How great. long were you in Rome for? Three days. Three days, two nights. Yeah. And you did yeah. all that touristy things. Yeah. I yeah, saw we lots did of the, pictures. The Colosseum. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Oh, <laughs> it was. It is crazy, right? Because you are actually walking 
the same street, I don't know, pavement that they were walking. Yeah. But and you kn- it, we went to the underground as well. Yeah. So you, you can actually see all those um, cages, whatever, yeah. when they actually held the animals. Yeah, and brought them The up, elevators yeah. where they're bringing the people yeah, on yeah. the area. Yeah, the, and the when technology you actually, was quite amazing, Yeah, right? it was actually much more... Yeah, they were on it. More, after after mm-hmm. the Empire fell, because I'm yeah. a history geek, yeah. a lot of that technology went by the wayside. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Or it wasn't maintained. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then we went into the dark ages. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. Allegedly. Apparently, yeah. yeah allegedly. But <laughs> also, like, just standing on that ar- ar- arena, right? It wasn't, like, a massive amount of that arena. It's just a little bit. Yeah. But just standing there and kind of, like, looking around at the uh, the seating, it just yeah. feels like... But you know you what You can almost feel like that history in there, definitely. right? Well, this, but this is the thing. This I don't know whether this is, is interesting, because for me, I was like... This is where like the Gladiator movie yeah. was. <laughs> and I was kind of like that was my reference point, yeah, 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 rather than oh, there was. I was like, yeah, there was probably like real gladiators here. But my my thing that connected me was like oh, because I said to you, didn't I? Like when they first walk out in there, and the um, the black guy, the the you know the guy who fixes his wound when he's cut, his mate. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you mean, yeah. He says, like, I did not know men could build yeah. such things or whatever. And I was yeah. like, yeah, like, this is the bit from the movie. Yeah. That was, like, my reference. And it, it's actually the same. When I went to New York, we, we I can't, I, we went a long time ago, but I think we drove in in a cab and you come through maybe the Lincoln Tunnel or something like mm. that and you sort of come into New York proper. And I just looked up at those buildings and I was like, this is where Spider-Man lives. <laughs> <laughs> like that was my, that was my thing. I love film references. You're like... Yeah, no, I didn't think, oh, you know, this is Niagara like Falls. where they came when they crossed the Atlantic and no. I was like, this is where Spider-Man lives. I'd be the same if I went to Niagara Falls, I'd be like, this is where Superman, he was Clark Kent and he had to like fool Lewis yeah. and, he, and he has to run off and then he's Superman and he saves someone. I'd have been exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, it's like those, those <laughs> cultural references are like Crazy, isn't it? tattooed on your brain. But it's brain, because they're right? the only places you've, if you've not been there, that's when you, you see it on film. Yeah. You know, yeah, if, you yeah. saw the, if you saw the Statue of Liberty, you'd be like, oh, I remember when Charlton Heston's go, they blown it on a hell. Yeah. But, that, like, but, but again, you know, that that uh, Planet of the Apes was before my, you know, I was already it, yeah, sort of a little too. kid and it was on TV. Me too, whatever. but I think by the time it came S- to TV. Spider-Man was like, man, like, I probably, yeah. you know, kids these days, live? they want to change genders. I wanted to be city, Spider-Man. Though, doesn't he? Doesn't he live in? No, he's in New York. Oh, he lives in New York? Yeah, yeah. Batman lives I think in Gotham, Gotham right? aren't I? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. New, but yeah, you're right though. When I went, because I'm a huge history fan and when I went there, I was just like, you just... Because so much of it's there. I mean, I know like the forum and everything's a bit sort of dilapidated. They should just knock it down actually and build new houses. But <laughs> but you are walking around going, if you walk around London, it's it's not as old, you know. Yes. Four, three, four hundred years ago, a lot of it was built after the Great Fire of London. So you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's grand and it's wonderful. But you go to Rome and it's like 2,000 years old. And you're like, wow. Well, it was like, and it's just you, so crazy because wherever you walk, like all of a sudden you have like ruins. Yeah. And yeah. they're not even like, you know, not like a museum or anything. No. It's just like some ruins. And then you walk 100 meters further and it's ruins again. But yeah. it was like, like you, know that, you know that big giant white building that we saw? With yeah. The, <laughs> and we were like, oh, this is amazing. I wonder how old this is. This is incredible. Yeah. And then we went on the little tour and it's like, yeah, they made this one like 1930. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know it's really big. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know what it was. I went, well, let's take a picture of this because it looks grand. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what it was. I didn't ask any of like the locals, hey, what's that big? I think, yeah, but, yeah. I, but <laughs> I know like, 
yeah, yeah, they made that. Murphy be like, wow, oh, all the technology, right? And it's actually in such a great condition. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So did you just technology stay in Rome? Crane. Were you just in Rome? Yeah, just yeah, Rome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, we went to obviously Vatican City. Yeah. yeah. That was, that blew my mind. Yeah. That was the most of, of everything. Yeah. That was the most sort of wow place. Yeah. You know, just going from the hustle bustle of, you know, people just going about their business. Yeah. And then you sort of walk through those columns and yeah. you're just like, yeah. like I'm in another world. I'm we literally, stayed. it's like Lord of the Rings yeah. or some place. And then that St. Peter's Basilica, yeah. is that yeah. the big that is, church? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, that is like, what the... Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. They wouldn't let it us be in at stunning. first. We stayed literally just outside the walls. We were right. lucky. Right. We went, well, it was right on our doorstep. And uh, the first time we went up, I was wearing shorts and they were like, oh, no, they were know. like, no, you're not coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but why? Is it because I have a big nose? They're like, no, you're wearing shorts. You must go away. And I was like, okay. I don't know where they're from, but I don't know where that guy. They, and they the Swiss guy was Italian. And the second guy was Arabian. Aren't the guards Swiss or something? <laughs> Well, the guys in the fancy outfits in Swiss, I think. Where are you from, bro? Well, my <laughs> mum was from Switzerland. I've been living yeah, in it Germany. Was, I was gutted. I went, oh, we're going to have to go back and get changed. But yeah, it was amazing. It's an amazing city. But that that um, that's particularly the St. Peter's Basilica, but mm. the, the Vatican City in, mm. in general. I was like, oh, this is where all the money goes. Mm. All those gajillions and bazillions of pounds that they took and paid no tax on anywhere mm, and mm. stole shit from everyone. It's all here. Yeah. Like literally mm. the floor, you could eat your dinner off it mm. and it was cleaner, you know, than your plate was. Mm. It was, but it was amazing. And it was sunny. We were really lucky. You yeah, know, we're lovely. But that's why I was wearing shorts. Yeah. It was bloody roasting. Yeah. I think we went in September, uh, mm. early September. Oh, oh, you yeah, must have gone so. as well. Yeah. Early September. Yeah. yeah. And it was Fucking boiling. It was boiling. 30 yeah. degrees every yeah, single was, day. We had yeah. a, a, a really... But, and I got a blister on my toe again. Did you yeah. do a hell of a lot of walking? No. Um, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> Relatively, <laughs> for me, yes. For Gosha, no. Oh, yeah. So Gosha like, was like, 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 like normal little Saturday morning. Gosha was running everywhere. <laughs> Quick! To the Trevi Fountain! Quick! <laughs> I was just like, come on, we only did 20k today. How much... What was your... That day when you walked around in London, how far did you walk? 47k. In Yo, one day. What? <laughs> Just I, I wanted to walking. do the marathon length, but I kind of got carried Jeez. 47k walk around walking. London in one day. That's a hell of a lot. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a hell of but a lot. But I have to say, after 20k, I had like a bit of a, like a mental break and I was like, come on, you're, you're halfway through. You, what, you need you, to do you it. Plan to, do you, you I went, plan oh, to I'm do 42, walk. the marathon oh. length, and then all of a sudden it turned out that actually I've got... More energy. Should have, should have, should have <laughs> took a wheelchair. How are your, how are your knees? Uh, walking is fine. What about running? I have to be, yeah, I have to I be really careful. I packed my yeah. running. I was actually thinking a few weeks ago I might start just doing a 5K so once you, a week. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think this is this is what you want to do. At least that's what works for me once a week. If I only do it once a week, I'm mm. fine. Just, I was yeah. This is a, a good segue amount. then into is, our yeah. second topic, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Enough holiday and food talk. Enough <laughs> culture. <Down to> business. <laughs> enough culture now. Bef before play comes work. Yeah. Yeah. Comes training. Comes what we really comes do. Grafting. Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> Go into it. So, so, <laughs> so, we, so I, I asked both of you guys and I did myself to make a little list 
of things that are useful, important, tips, tricks, mistakes, whatever, for older athletes mm. and specifically jiu-jitsu. I, I suppose mm. you could say kind of combat sports, but more so grappling, jiu-jitsu. Because I think yeah. we all started quite late, yeah. right? How so old were you? I was, I think, 40, and that was... I've never done anything yes. else, so I don't have any... Yeah. Any background. Completely new. That's why uh, I think I, I was I was maybe at the gym for like a year in the past and that yeah. was it. I but, you were, but you were quite fit, right? You were you're not unfit. Yeah, but Yeah, but yeah. no no martial arts. No. And what and what about you, Ben? What what sorry, what's what how old were you when you started? Uh thirty eight, thirty nine, I think. And but before that you had done I'd always been I've always been an active I'm actually an extremely lazy person. Even when I was a personal trainer, people went, you're the laziest personal trainer I've ever seen because you're always sitting down. If you're not sitting, you're lying. <laughs> but I've, I was always active, played sports at school. And as yeah. we discussed in the previous podcast, I've done various martial arts and, and played uh, team sports. But um, when, when my eldest son, Max, was born, when I was about 28, I had a slight break in, in training and it was the first time I ever put weight on because I used to eat such a massive amount because I was always trying to bulk up back then. Um, and then when I got back on sort of the fitness train in my early 30s, yeah, I was back on it. So I've always been training. But there are periods where I've gone into overdrive and like done a hell, you know, I go through these little spurts of doing a lot even outside of jujitsu. But that's why I was asking about your knees because during the lockdown, obviously I couldn't, none of us could train and I was running every day. Well, I was running every, I was running nearly every day prior to lockdown, but I was only doing about 5k a day. And then I sort of upped it to 10k a day and on the weekend I'd do a half marathon. But it, this is again, leading on to what we're talking about. I'm an idiot because I wouldn't, if I'd had a client, I wouldn't have said, oh yeah, just start running 10k every day. And I was in a lot of pain. My knees were in a lot of pain. And Rachel, my other half, was like, she was like, why, why are you going out running again? You're limping. You cannot. And I, she said, what would you say to a client if you had a client and they were in that state? I'd say, why, they need to rest. <laughs> She's like, why don't you take your own advice? And I'm like, because I had Goggins, bloody I'll just Goggins say, in the back what of my head. Goggins say? That's what I had because it Get was around the, the time I'd listened to his book. It wasn't that long after I'd listened to his book. And I was like, well, he gets after it. He's in pain. And he does. So I thought, was forcing myself to do it and it made it worse. I got through that. I set myself three challenges. And the challenges were run 100 kilometers in a week. And I had to take a day off because my knees were so painful. Mm. And on one day... I thought, well, I've got to be active. I've got to do something. So I went for a walk and I was just hobbling. I was, and I went back to it the next day, but then I had to make up for the deficit. Mm. So I had to run 20 kilometers or you know, more. I got through the week. I did it. So I was like, yeah, well done. You did it, you tough guy. Then the second one was uh, to run with a, either a 35 kilo pack or a 45 kilo pack to do 10 miles. And I want to do it under two hours. Wow. And other people I knew at the time, this isn't me trying to blow smoke up my ass. It's just, I thought I can't imagine walking with that amount of weight to do 10 miles. So I was like, fuck it, I'm pretty fit. I'll run it. So in my head, I was like, I've got to do it under two hours, which I did quite, quite a bit. And then the third uh, goal was to run a half marathon under two hours again, which I did quite easily. But it fucked my knees. Mm. And after that, 
I, I sort of tapered off with my training because my knees were in just so much pain. And then after Christmas, not the one, not the one we've just had, but the one before, I was like, I, I don't think I can run anymore. My knees were so bad. They were okay now, which is why I've been thinking maybe I'll just do 5K a week, once mm, a week. Mm, mm. But doing it every day, running 10K every day, nearly every day, was fucking ludicrous at my age. Mm. Ludicrous. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so fucked it. So don't I've, do got, that. I've got a few tips. <laughs> out, do, you wanna, do you wanna do you wanna run through your list? Then? Well, with regards to any sort of fitness or or jujitsu, it's just not overtrain. Like you need to, you do need to listen to your body. I mean, when you're twenty or twenty five, I just recover so quickly. Like if my kids get a scratch on their hand, it's nearly healed within a, a day or two. Mm. They just, you know, they're just they're they're like wolf, little mini wolverines mm, mm. and. I think because I, I'm addicted to jujitsu, I'm like, no, I've, I'm, I'm missing out. I'm missing a technique or everyone's getting better. I won't. So I'd go along mm. and the recovery would take longer mm. um, or I'd strap it up or, I'd, or you know, wear some sort of padding to sort of help help that particularly, particular injured area. Mm. So it would be like, don't overtrain. Listen, listen to your body. Yeah, you might lose a few techniques that the other guys are picking up but it will come back around mm. or you can ask your teammates what do we do can you just mm. show me you've got mm. five minutes mm. or go away and google it or a lot of clubs they post up a video right yeah they'll, they'll yeah record yeah. This yeah, thing exactly. and they'll just show the techniques exactly how, how often do you train how do uh, about four times a week do you think that's that about important. optimum um, and is that is that rolling every time and yeah. how much rolling yeah um the class is about an hour up until recently, because we've got a sort of competition um, regime at the moment, which is all, all rolling pretty much. But usually a class is an hour technique, maybe 15 minutes rolling at the end. And then we'd have an open mat for half an hour. And I would always roll in that half an hour. Right. So I roll, yeah, for at least four days a minutes, week. And the sat Sunday when I open up the gym, it's all rolling for an hour. So a bit like you, what you and me did this morning, yeah. we'll roll for an hour. Yeah. Um, and because I've got rest days between those days, so usually it's like Monday, Wednesday, or Monday, Thursday, and then Saturday, Sunday, is usually the Monday I'm the most sort of run down because I've trained three days in a row. Mm. But there are times, I never used to do this. I've done this more recently. I have listened to my body a bit more. Mm. Like my back was really sore the other mm. day. And I, and I thought, again, five years ago, I'd have gone, oh, no, fuck it. Don't be a pussy, just go along. But now I'm like, nah, this... this this is going to get worse if I mm, train. Mm. Um, so I don't always take my own advice, but I, tr I try to as I'm getting older now because the injury, rather than taking maybe a few weeks to re to recover, is taking a few months. Mm. They, they generally get better, mm. but it's it's the time. Um, it's difficult to sit out when everyone's rolling. When you see everyone's rolling, you get that little... Oh, oh. You start watching. Oh, oh, there was just, a triangle there. Just sit at home. <laughs> yeah. So there watch, are watch a Cobra few. Kai season four. Huh? Watch Cobra Kai season yeah. four. Is there five now? Five. five um, yeah. That is. Can I just say how crazy Cobra Kai is? Right. Cobra Kai. I fucking love it. It's utter dog shit. But it's I so love bad, it. Isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's crazy. I can't it's switch it off. What's the bad guy? Is it Terry White? Is he called Terry? No. Yeah. What? Terry. Terry. All he wants Silver. to do. Terry Silver. That's it. All he wants to do. Is teach, yeah, cry. He's not like peddling heroin or crack to the kids, <laughs> he just wants to spread his it's, style it's of like karate. Every part of it is 
so awful. But he goes mad. It's but like it is, he it wants works. to spread karate, and Dan's like, "No, it's the wrong sort of karate." And then, someone, spoiler alert, someone's property gets built, business gets burnt down, and in the last one, where they're at his house, people nearly die. Yeah, and you're like, "What? Just over teaching karate?" But, but you know, even the um, who's the who's the the other head of the Cobra Kai baddies, Chris, uh, John Chris, yeah. He's fuck? like so disabled now. <laughs> he can barely he can't lift his arms up. <laughs> you have to get a, so on the, a on, another spoiler alert. On have you seen the season All five? Of it, yeah. So on the on but this did it season, in one day. yeah, yeah. Well, I, we did it. In, I did it in a couple of days. But there, there's a spoiler alert. There's a there's a fight in the prison. Yes, and he's so disabled. I can barely move. They, they do it as his mental version of himself I know. so they just get a, this younger, the younger actor of him yeah, to do the, the fight crease. <laughs> i was like he can't even move fuck? his arms <laughs> it's so got? bad oh younger crease is here oh yeah because he can move and take him on but yeah but, cobra kai is awesome awesome yeah love it so yeah my number one tip yeah yeah is li- listen to your body and don't, don't try and be a tough guy even though it's, i find it difficult to do myself but listen to your body and, and take a day off or roll light choose your partner Choose someone who is similar weight, maybe a similar age, and, and just flow roll maybe. Or just bite the fucking bullet. Well, don't bite the bullet. And just sit out of the sparring. Just do the technique, sit out of the sparring and watch. It's difficult yeah. to do, but do that. So that's my number one. Listen to your body because we don't we just don't recover as quickly at this age. And yeah. you're more likely to get more injured. Yeah. Or yeah. it takes longer to recover. Agreed. Number one. Number two. No, you do. You oh, do, okay. do one. Oh, gosh, it does, does one. What have I got first on my list? Oh, here comes the list. <laughs> well, no. So I'll just do my whole list. No, like let's talking. do one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do my first one. So, yeah, the first one I had was warm-up. Mm-hmm. Warm-up. Because the older you get, um, the more of a warm-up you need. And I think probably, if not all of the injuries I've had, all of the injuries that I can remember that I've had is probably from not warming up mm. is from like going too hard too quickly mm. and putting something or damaging what something or whatever warm-ups you think you think I, I think well as as ben <laughs> messaged me before the, uh, the the podcast is one of the things on your list to wear a hat <laughs> and, and actually, and actually, is that your warm up? And actually, <laughs> keeping your head warm. warm. If you if you think about it, war- warming up is getting your core temperature yeah. up, right? And you know, the synovial yeah. fluid synovial in your fluid. joints are being right. lubricated and moving That's your right. heart rate. Your blood pressure goes up. All of that stuff. So you, your body gets ready to do something. Yeah. Yeah, wear a hat. That's 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 and an socks. easy tip, right? And socks. <laughs> well, I don't roll well until my feet are warm. Right, exactly. So, yes, so Jason, especially in the winter, he keeps his socks on like when we train. Yeah. As long as they're and not grippy socks. Gets... No grippy socks. None of that shit <laughs> on the white that. mat. But yes, but warm up, right? So I would say with a warm up, I mean, what, what I tend to try and do, if I, it depends, you know, if I get to class on time, is I'll do a little bit of kind of gentle, like press ups, little mm-hmm. gentle body weight squats, little lunges, jogging around on the mat. Have a you tried bit. hopping? Tried what? Hopping. Hopping. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in my life, yes. Someone <laughs> introduced <laughs> me no. to hopping recently. I mean, my left knee is not hopping. Mm. My right knee, I can probably hop. But but, but yeah, I, I I just I'm I'm just trying to get everything moving a little bit. Then I'll roll down on the mat and I'll roll around, you know, over my back and a few mm. little back roll, forward roll, whatever. And if it's sort of for competition or it's mm. going to say like it's a it's a harder sparring class. 
then I will try and get my heart rate up. Mm-hmm. So I'll try and raise my heart rate up to, I don't know, 100 and I don't wear a monitor, but I guess it's probably 120, yeah. you know, it's harder to breathe. You can't really talk that kind of level just to, to mm-hmm. get ready. And the other thing, which, because a lot of people have or will have if you train or you're going to train is finger and hand problems from all the gripping. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So I will I will grab my own lapels on my gi and just kind of tug them okay. and squeeze them and pull them just to warm up my hands and yeah. my fingers and that yeah. kind of thing. Makes sense. So yeah, that's that's my first one in probably in order of, you know, things yeah. that you could do. Just make sure you do a good warm up, try and warm up all the little bits and bobs, your neck, your your head, everything. And yeah, uh, yeah that's number one. We did a really good warm up. Well, I say good. I didn't enjoy it. We had quite a long warm up yesterday. We did a hell of a lot of shrimping, and uh, much longer than we normally do. And we were all really bloody warm mm. by the time we did technique. Normally, we'd do like two shrimps, two forward break falls, mm. back. You know the, the yeah, usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we actually spent a lot longer doing a warm up yesterday. Um, or we do like a flow roll. I should. I yeah. was going to say. I should. I should add yeah. that. Maybe in your first round, if it's a sparring yeah. class, well, like your first you, round, your first couple of rounds. Roll when you really roll like, today, yeah. like. Neither of us went 100%. Well, I'd never go 100%, yeah. but like it was a gentle roll so I could start warming. I, then, once you're warm, yeah, I'm sure you guys both agree, mm-hmm. you start rolling better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I think, you know, if you have a good partner, if you're rolling with somebody who's kind of a, a little bit aware of, of you know, how, how things are progressing, you you kind of find like you both start picking up the pace at, in the, at the same rate. Yeah, naturally. The first one's really yeah. gentle. The second one is gentle but a bit faster. Yeah, and then right. you're you start kind of going a bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, yeah, that's sensible. Okay. What about you, number one? Go, Gosha. My number one is finding a suitable gym. So um, especially being older woman, you know straight away that you probably have, um, well, it's maybe a stereotype, but you probably are less strong. <laughs> uh, in my case as well, definitely smaller than other guys. And I had no previous experience as well. So... Uh, the suitable gym, how how that worked for me, I actually found a gym that did fundamentals uh, for I think maybe six or eight weeks, mm. uh, which was pretty good because the, I think the worst thing is if you come to the class and they start talking about, I don't know, ex-guard, mm. side control, something, and you, you just haven't got a clue no. at all what that is. Uh, so through the f- fundamentals, you can learn all the basics. So yeah, what side control is, what mount is, what triangle means. Um, so you you are f- straight away familiar with those. Yeah. Um, at least terminology. I'm not going to mm. say no, that. You get lost. What happened to me? And, and it Hill. can discourage you, turn, you we're doing as well. Delaheva or Alexa. Well, you yeah, have right, no idea yeah. what you do. You don't know what that is. You've not seen that on the um, yeah. in UFC, have you? No. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's the one thing. Uh, but also, um, just looking at who else trains at the gym, especially if you're like an older person, smaller person, you do want to have the same size or similar size yeah, partners. Yeah, yeah. We talk you about can, a lot, don't we? Yeah. I mean, normally I train mostly with guys. Uh, higher grade as you well. You have to go, don't you? And, uh, yeah. yeah, and you know, if someone is even 10 kilos heavier, this is huge advantage for them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah definitely. Y- you end up just <laughs> being squashed mm. and just protecting yourself, but you don't really have a chance to to practice the techniques. No. I, I think the thing as well that, that people will, they might like roll their eyes a little bit, 
Mm. But you say if someone's 10 kilos heavier, 10 kilos heavier when you weigh 50 kilos Mm -hmm. is 20%. Yeah, absolutely. So when you weigh 80 kilos, that's like saying someone who's 16 kilos heavier than you. You know, Mm. then you start to go, oh, yeah, okay, actually 16 kilos is quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And if it's all muscle. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, so, you know, when you're, when you, when you train more and you're better, that weight you can mitigate a little bit because you know what you're doing. Yeah. But yeah, at the beginning, I mean, mm-hmm. in terms of injury potential mm. and in terms of thinking like, why doesn't this sweep work? Why mm. can't I, you know, get this? Because, you know, if you're, if you're against someone who's bigger and your technique is not very good because mm. you're a beginner mm-hmm. and you just get frustrated. Mm. Yeah, so and yeah, you think the yeah. technique doesn't, doesn't work. work. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm sure both of you, you've learned a technique, you try and spar and you go, oh, this isn't for me or it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it does work. It's just that just, guy's You just need to go kilos. to the kids' class. <laughs> Smash the kids up. <laughs> but if, if it, I, yeah, I, man, I triangled this six-year-old today. But it, I, I was talking to someone a few weeks ago and I said, look, even if someone's 10 kilos heavier, a bag of sugar is a kilo. I said, so you've got, a, a, this is a visual thing for the listeners, but if you've got a, a, a bag of sugar on your bicep, on your shoulder, on your pec, you know, on your, uh, on your back, on your legs, on your calf... Mm. And that's you've got ten kilos across uh-huh. the whole body. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a lot of weight, but it's a hell of a lot of muscle. Yeah, and if if you're fifty kilos and you're against a hundred kilo guy, that's double yeah, your double. body weight. It's a different and species. It's, it's not of, that I can yeah. do any pull ups, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I always hear that if you're lighter when you do yeah. pull ups, it's much easier, right? So if you yes. kind of think about that, if you add. 20 kilos yeah, yeah. Yes. try to do pull up then exactly yeah. which and, I do yeah. <laughs> when, I was, when I was heavier I could do I do do a lot of pull ups as part of my, something I always do as part of my training outside of jiu jitsu because it's such a it's such a good exercise to do because it works so many muscles apart from your legs um, but when I was heavier and I could do let's say 15 pull ups or 3 sets of 15 or whatever now I'm 10-15 kilos lighter I can obviously do more because mm-hmm. I'm lighter. So I put my weight vest on. Mm. So I'm back to the weight I was before. <laughs> right. Uh, and you know, it's a massive difference. Yeah. Because you're like, fucking, I mean, I can still push and pull them out, pull them out, push them out. <laughs> but <laughs> pull them up. You know, when you take it off again and do another set, you go, God, I feel light. Yeah. It's like when at school, when they used to uh, make you do swimming lesson with your pajamas. Mm. and then yes, you take and them off and you're off. like I'm like a dolphin <laughs> look at me go I've never done that yeah you yeah, used to yeah, have yeah. to wear some like I don't know twice a year or whatever you'd have to take your pyjamas yeah. we used to have pyjamas when we were kids we did take your pyjamas to swimming lesson and swim with pyjamas to get used to like what would happen if you fall in yeah, water with right. clothes wow, on that's a great good thing. and yeah. then <laughs> and then you'll learn how to take the trousers off well in water in the water oh, I didn't have to do and that. make a float oh I didn't do that no, you I don't think the, you'll you be allowed the, to no, do that. Do that. <laughs> you tie the legs into knots, and then round in the waist, you blow into the waist, and then you kind of twist well, it, and you make a, you make a. Oh, wow. you went to that school with me. Yeah, no, never. But it never did still that. sucked. <laughs> yeah. You just wanted to <laughs> go you <laughs> in your swimming trunks and just splash. But you are like, so much heavier with that waterlogged. Yeah, f- uh, cl- uh, like it's like it's like going from gi to no gi. Mm. Yeah. Whenever we do no gi, you're like, wow, this is like. God, if I fell in like an eel, if I fell in the canal with one of my heavier gis, I'd be struggling. I'd be like, please, please, someone. Yeah, heavy gi and some shoes. You're like, stay. Yeah, you're staying there. Even when the fire brigade comes, I'm like, bro, you're not getting out. I often, I know, stupid thing. I go to the Isle of Wight a lot with work. And I, because so I take the ferry, and every time I'm on that ferry, it's so stupid. But I'm like, 
Now, if this suddenly hits an iceberg, first thing I'm doing is taking my steel toe cap boots off because they must weigh at least half a ton. And in my head, I'm like, this is what I do. I yeah. would take my fucking clothes off. Well, I mean, you know, if you hit an iceberg and you take your clothes off in the water, you're probably going to die yeah. of exposure, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like 50 50, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't drown with my boots. I drowned because I froze to death. Yeah. <laughs> I was swimming yeah. quite well until I had yeah. hypothermia and died. <laughs> Wim Hof, you fucker, it doesn't work. Yeah. All right, right. number two. So hold on, because I haven't finished. There's oh. one one thing still about the gym. So I was super lucky that the gym I no, joined. the gym that I joined you to. Which, which, gym, did, which gym did you join? Uh, with Seymour. Mi, oh, okay. Mikatsu. Yes, Mikatsu, thank you, Seymour. shout out. <laughs> uh, so f- that was, for me, just kind of, massive boost of confidence because again because of the the weight if you go to a gym and your your professor your teacher is like a massive dude you know 20 years old of course he can smash everyone but Seymour is not uh, the biggest guy in the room so he's probably some somewhere around my size and he's over 50 years old Mm. and just seeing that that he can still, you know, roll with with mm. other people, and yeah. he can get you, especially with a footlock, <laughs> within like few seconds. Mm. Uh, but that's, that's why I told that you to go proves, and train there, yeah. Because I was training at Mill Hill, and mm-hmm. I was like, look, you know what? Honestly, Mill Hill is not the right club for you because, as mm. a, it's complete, like a jungle, right? Like it's before, like a jungle, yeah. And mm. as a complete beginner as well. Mm. You need um, a little bit more attention to understand, you do. and that's that's why I said to go to to train there because a Seymour's you know smaller size, but already from training with him, he's very he's very analytical, he's very detail focused. Mm. Oh yes, he will he's, go he's over very carefully. Are amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm. This and this and this and this, and then he'll show it again, and then he'll show it again, then he'll video it, and then he'll show mm. it again. And I and I thought for you, this is actually you know would be the an excellent club yeah to start absolutely with. and yeah. you know it it wasn't like the club as well it wasn't like intimidating especially for mm. for a woman mm. you know sometimes you can go to a club and it's all like you know testosterone is just like floating in the air and you think like oh my yeah. god i just can't go mm. in there i mean i said i said that before probably on the podcast the first i think the first once or twice that i went to mill hill i just parked up outside and i was like fuck that, I'm going home mm. again. And I already was training at Ibis. Yeah. And Ed, with Ed. And, and Ed you said, came I'll just from, come to Mill Hill. from different martial arts. Yeah. So you can and imagine still, for someone that <laughs> never done anything. I just saw all these, because Dan's class was obviously <laughs> before. Yeah. And I just saw all these dudes coming out, like, you know, yoked up dudes. Average age of 22. And I was like, I'm not going in there. They're going to chew me up and mm. spit me out. Yeah, no, But, no, you no. know, I did in the end and it was great. We have, um, and actually a lot of clubs do this now, but we have a, a sort of fundamentals all female class, and then but you when need they, enough girls, right? You need yeah, and we probably have. Maybe I could be wrong, but at any one time, maybe sort of six to eight, right? And sometimes there's more, sometimes there's less. But then, because they go through that, and they've been taught by a female, Louise. Louise, teaches. yeah, um, she's amazing. So when they get a bit more confident, then they come to the to the other classes, Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. but they've learned like you said gosh they they are learning because they don't know they don't watch i'm i'm making an assertion but i imagine they're not you watching sexist. ufc i know but i imagine <laughs> they're not watching ufc every weekend do you know what i mean I, they're just I'll like i'll tell you what if you want to put your ufc knowledge to the test oh i know gosh and <laughs> shit. different level i know, you know we, we, shit. we're like there'll be one coming up or whatever and i'll say to her are you going to put any bets on and she's like 
think I'm going to put two pounds on whoever, you know, Tyrone Woodley to win by knockout in the I third round. I wouldn't put round. two pounds on Tyrone Woodley. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> you make my point for me. Yeah. But, you know, she's like, yes, specifically on, on this person by submission in round three. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. And then she's like, well... I looked back over the last 11 fights and it's a 62% finish by submission mm. rate and she's only been to the fifth round once and that was because... And I'm yeah. like, yeah, can you put two pounds for me as well? Because yeah. that sounds like... Yeah, and uh, yeah. and you and you generally, you win more than you lose, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. She does really well. Gosha's unique, but I know from talking to some of our members that that's not what brought them to, to no. jiu-jitsu. So they need to have those fundamentals and they need to feel confident rolling with other women mm -hmm. before they come to start rolling. Because yeah, yeah, rolling with sure. men is intimidating. Rolling with someone that's 100 yeah. kilos for me is intimidating. Yeah. You know, or 85, 90 kilos. Rolling, rolling with people that are a lower grade than me that look hard is intimidating. Yeah, okay. oh, like, yeah, of course. Shit, man. They're looking at me like, watch me take this purple belt yeah, out. Yeah, like, because, yep, yeah, because take you, this are, purple you are a target. They were like, oh, I was rolling with this. But I think that kind of <laughs> brings me to probably my point number two, um, which you just started rolling with girls as a girl and with guys. So it's completely different role. Girls roll, they hold grips for longer. I think they like mount and top pressure. I found it's actually stronger than guys. Mm -hmm. Um so you should, as a woman, I think you should you should not restrict yourself only to female-only classes. Mm -hmm. uh, and you should be exposed to both. But then, on the other hand, I normally train with guys. And then when I come across a girl, I just see that it's completely different technique, mm -hmm. completely different approach. And um, so I think you should mix it up totally yeah. Yeah. As, a, as a girl. I, I, I guess some girls... Don't have that option. I do. Yeah. They? They're like they're thrown straight in with guys because there are yeah. there, there aren't mm. many girls, or there's not an all female class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I I don't mind at 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 all to spar with guys. I actually do like sparring with guys, but I have to say, uh, training I do prefer either with Jason <laughs> or with a girl. It's just because like when you train, it's I like much say, slower because it, it's very similar. <laughs> 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 similar in size. <laughs> <It's smashing. laughs> Uh, no, but the, it it can be quite intimidating, right? And especially at like a when you spar, you don't really think even when where kind of your hand goes mm. or you know where your legs are and stuff like that. But I think if you if you just train, if you practice a technique, it's much lower slower pace, mm. and sometimes it can feel a little bit like. Oh, I don't know oh, if I, I can mean. put yeah, your like, hand in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what North, I mean? North-South like, Kimura, you're yeah, sitting on someone's exactly. face, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. if you're sparring, you don't even think about that. You yes. just like your brain is completely in another yeah, dimension. Right. You don't right. really uh, analyze that situation. But I think yeah. during training, you might do. And I think in general, like for some guys, this is like uh, some people just wouldn't do jiu-jitsu purely because of that. Yes. Yep. Right? They wouldn't feel comfortable with yep. someone like almost like sweating, not even almost mm. <laughs> sweating into like I've had your someone, mouth. <laughs> I've had someone sweat land in my eye, yeah. in my mouth, yeah. in my ear. And yeah, and someone someone's like that, literally sitting you on your head that. as when well, When you join right? jiu-jitsu, you're not even, that's not even on your horizon. Yeah. But after you get balls deep in it, you go, oh, I just don't care that someone's sweating on me particularly. Yeah. But yeah. But I, I remember my first class, we were doing close guard stuff and I was like, my my fucking William balls are 
about a millimetre from his ass. You I know, was like, this when, is really weird. But you get over it, don't you? Whenever when, I, you're, when you're sparring, you totally get Whenever sorry, we question. spar, sorry, whenever we spar three of us, me, Jason and Seymour, and I try to take a photo of them too, I always end up just deleting this photo. Just like, you know, like if you would share that on like your yeah. social media and someone never did jujitsu, they would be like, like, what is life, happening here? Life in 2022. <laughs> yep, just post that picture. But you get over that quick. I, yeah. I never I never had the problem with it, honestly. I, 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 can, I understand what you're saying. And, I've, and I do occasionally when I'm rolling with girls... I do occasionally you have touch a, something, right? Yeah, have a slightly yeah. awkward, you know, where mm. normally, you know, it will it will be unintentional, but mm. I move my hand or whatever, and it will go like across their breast. Yeah, mm. and I'm well, I'm like, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kimura you anyway, right? So it doesn't really bother me, but I do feel like, oh shit, that's probably not cool for them. Mm. Like it's a bit. Mm. I think you're both aware that it happens, but. You know, it's not, it wasn't an intentional thing. No, just go yeah. for the sub. You're, you're, just go you're, for the sub. She, she might be trying to escape. You might be going for a sub or vice versa. Yeah. You're not. I think you both go, oh, that just happened, but you're, yeah, but you're yeah, sparring. Yeah. yeah. As long as, I, I, I think, is the same with anything, right? In, in Anything in any walk of life. As long as your intention is genuine and yeah. good and positive, mm. anything goes. I think if you have a, like, good... <laughs> so I'm good. my thumb. <laughs> Me, that was weird. <laughs> I've never had in my thumb before. These are not that's the droids gripping. you're looking for. Yeah, that's from gripping your fucking lapel so hard. Jesus. Yeah. I think if you have like good team, if you know people you train with, yeah, if you, you kind of have, friends, right? yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, then that's not a problem. But that's why it's important to choose a good gym. All right. Yeah. 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 What's your number two, Ben? Uh, choosing um, sparring partners. When I was new to jujitsu, you d- you don't get a choice a lot of the time because um and i think this has happened at both gyms i've trained at what the higher grades get to choose mm. first black mm. belts all the way down to white sometimes at mirror hill they might go white belts you choose a partner and switch it up but generally you're being called out and you can't it's, mm. you know it's sort of a, a faux pas to say oh no i don't want to spar with that 100 kilo purple belt yeah, yeah. so you do and you get smashed a lot um but as you rise through the ranks, you then get to choose, as you well as mm. you both know, mm. you're you're might be one of the first people up to choose. So, also, I went through a period where I, <laughs> fucking ego and and stupidity. Mm. I was like, well, if I choose someone who's really big and strong, like I'm rolling with one of the best people in the gym. So if I can survive against him my jiu-jitsu will get better. Or if I can maybe get a sweep, my jiu-jitsu will be getting better. In my head, I was like, well, I swept him today. Or, mm. um, but I don't think that lasted very long <laughs> because I'm still always getting smashed. But now I'm at a position where I do get to choose because mm. I'm one of the higher grades at my gym. So I will tend to choose either people that I know are technical and there could even be a white belt and technical and to use the word spazzy, not spazzy. The amount of times I've been kneed in the head and got black eyes or been knocked in the head by an elbow because someone's just too eager and, and uncoordinated trying to pass guard or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, no, you're 95 kilos. You've hit me in the eye before. You've given me a black eye before. I'm not I'm not going to go. Yeah. So I'll go, right, this guy's a white belt, but he's a technical white belt. Mm-hmm. He might be 10 kilos, 15 kilos heavy, but I know it's going to be a good role. Or... I'll choose someone closer to my weight or I would choose a higher grade, you know, another purple belt 
who again is within about a 10 sort of kilo sort of difference sort of mm-hmm. range mm-hmm. and there are I'm I'm sure that people out there say, oh, you should roll with everyone, you know, just because that white belt's 100 kilos, you should roll with them. And occasionally I will, but it's not an enjoyable role. It's more a role of guard retention mm. or survival <laughs> or me trying to get up on top as quickly as possible. And you and me were discussing yeah. this earlier. I changed my game. I've got, I can't let them pass my guard because if they do, and because they don't know many techniques, they will just hold you down for four minutes and that's not a fun role. Mm. You might get out once, but then in the scramble, they might get you back down again. So I play a more aggressive game. I have to get up on top and, and stay on top. But it's... So once in a while, I will choose a bigger guy. Um, but on the whole, my advice would be try and, try and partner up with someone that's a similar skill level or a similar weight. Mm. Or both. Or both, yeah. And I'm lucky at Boxmore because there are a few purple belts that are sort of 75, 80 kilos. So it's not a huge difference. Mm. And there are some really good blue belts that are really good, really technical. Uh, two guys, particularly Mark and Reese, are really good. And it's not just me that Shout likes... Shout out to Mark and Reese. Mark and Reese. Uh, um, to Mark and Reese. And John. John, actually, John. John. John's, Sorry, John. John's sim- John. similar range to me as well, John. Okay, he's got 10, 15 kilos, but they are, they're all technical. And, and it's not just me that's recognised they're technical. Ian Tui, who's a black belt there, he will roll with those guys. A couple of the other purple belts will call them out to roll because they know they're going to get a decent roll and they're not going to get injured. And again, it goes back to my first tip, not getting injured and mm. or injury prevention mm, or, or mm, recovery. Mm. So finding the right partner. Um, and if you roll consistently with those people as well, mm-hmm. it, it sharpens your game because they're getting better. They're rolling yeah. with someone that's a higher grade. So and they learn your, your they game. They learn your yeah. game. So, you so it keeps you evolving. Better. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Jace. It keeps you evolving. So yeah, picking the right partner. You can't do that so so much, I think, when you're a lower grade because you get called out. Mm. So you just got to go through the trenches. Mm. You've got to mm. do your time mm. in the trenches and, and just bite down in your, on your yeah. gum shield and get through it. But once you get to a certain level, you do have more choice and of course going back to our age by the time you've got to purple belt you've probably been training six years mm-hmm. so you if you started at 40 you're now in your mid 40s or if you started in your mid 40s you're now nearly 50 again you don't you don't want to be <laughs> choosing someone that's half your age mm-hmm. again if they're your weight mm. on your high grade it's still going to be a decent role mm. but all the nasty injuries i've got from jujitsu are from rolling with less experienced people mm. that were considerably heavier than me, yeah. like 30 kilos. Yeah, yeah. So finding the right partner. Yeah, so, I mean, my my number two, I'll, I'll, I'll deviate from my written list as it was, but so my, my number two is, it's kind of like that, is do not compare yourself to other people. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because especially as an older athlete, I mean, for me, I'm older, I'm normally I'm the lightest person on the mat yeah. and I'll, I'll normally bet a fiver that I've got the most injuries as well. And if not, I'm top three for, for injuries. So I, I always feel like I'm kind of, um, I'm just there cause I like training, right? Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy training and I want to be able to go and train some more. And so I, I think it's, um, because, because in essence it's a competitive, uh, sport, 
art, whatever you want to call it, because you're training with other people, right? So mm -hmm. it's me against you when we roll, and that that is competitive in nature. But I think it's it's there's a difference between sort of comparing yourself to other people and measuring yourself against other people. So obviously you can measure your progress against other people. It's mm -hmm. the only way really that you can do it. Like mm -hmm. you were saying to me earlier, you know, if you were tapping me five times in a round, mm -hmm. you'd say, yeah, man, I'm, you know, I'm great. Mm -hmm. And if you were getting tapped five times mm -hmm. in a round, you'd think something's wrong. You're I need not to. the right level. Yeah, because you're, because you can, you can measure your progress and where you're at, where you're at in terms of fitness and everything against your training partners. But, you shouldn't compare yourself to other people in the gym or other people in other gyms or other people that you see competing professionally or whatever because you're not them and they're mm. not you. Mm. And you might say, oh, but they're 40 as well or they're 70 kilos as well or mm. they're a purple belt as well. Mm. But I mean, it's, it's like saying, you know, oh, M Michael Jordan can dunk a basketball mm. from over here but you're not him no whatever you do is completely irrelevant you're never going to be him he's mm. him and you're you and and i think that sort of comes to a little bit like what you were saying about picking out the tough guys and whatever to roll with is is your ego it was yeah your mm -hmm. ego kind of you know i always have myself like a battle between my ego and mm. my kind of i don't know more sensible consciousness mm. that says go and do this instead you know if you feel a bit beaten up have a rest you know all the stuff you were talking about mm. initially or being um, tired actually sorry to yeah, uh, being tired going when you really are too tired yeah it's, it's a terrible Just idea don't do it and your ego's like yeah bro you know i feel better <laughs> afterwards you know that 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 ethan kid that he started when he was 14 and now he's like on the semi-professional show mm. he trains twice a day every day and it's like a, he's a kid, yeah. and B, he's not you, and he's not injured, he's and he's strong not, as fuck. Yeah, but but yeah, you know. So 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 that 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 would be my tip: is don't don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Be be realistic, be honest, push yourself. You should be getting better. You should be getting fitter. You should be able to deal with people who you couldn't deal with six months ago, and twelve months ago, and twenty four months ago, because you will improve. But you know, you 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 got to be realistic that at, at this stage yeah, and it. age you're not going to be in the ufc no. you're not going to break any world what? records for anything yeah well, you, gosh, I you know <laughs> I, I i i definitely feel physically for myself month on month maybe that's too too small an increment but six months on six months like i'm physically i, I feel worse mm. yeah my, my joints cardio. are getting worse my, everything's getting a little bit harder yeah my, i find my cardio yeah. it, i mean that's what when in the lock when we went to the lockdown and when i was running a lot before the lockdown and competing i felt like oh my cardio needs to be better and it was good then but that's something that diminishes i think is your cardio yeah you keep you keep trying to be at a good level but you know, you don't worry that someone who's twenty or even it's 30 hard. It's, it's the conversation you. I think, Jace, that I have most in the changing room is people comparing themselves it's to other people. It's natural. Mm -hmm. And I and I said it was literally just the other day. I went, you you might be slightly ahead of uh, someone that's uh, let's say you've got two blue belts. You might be slightly ahead of him, and then he starts to catch up. And you feel that you're not progressing because he's catching you up and you're not submitting him anymore. I said, but we, all, A, we all progress at different rates. And you may have been tired. You might have an injury or nursing, so you can't move as well as you were. But you are still progressing. 
you are still learning because you're still turning up. But people cannot help but say, oh, he got another stripe. He got he got yeah. two stripes of it and I didn't. And I've been training longer. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's 20 years younger than you or he trains five days a week and you train one day a week. I, I think I think the thing as well, which which is... I, I, maybe it's just kind of on the same point is is a, is about getting stripes and getting belts mm. is that i i i look at it very much it's not like you got a blue belt it's like are you a blue belt yeah there's a mm-hmm. big difference between oh i got my purple belt and i am a purple belt mm. like do i want to get promoted I do not want to get promoted. <laughs> I don't want a stripe and I don't yeah. want a belt because That's how I, feel. <laughs> I do not feel like I am at that level where someone's going to come in and go, oh, that gives us a brown belt. And then they're going to be like, man, jiu-jitsu is a bit shit after yeah, they train, right? Yeah. It's like, I think some people say that. They say, oh, I don't want to get, I don't want to, I'm not ready for my belt. I don't want to get promoted. And then they do get promoted and they're over the fucking moon. And I think there are genuine people that but, but that's natural. also don't. Yeah. If also I got like, a stripe... I would be happy. I yeah. would be like, great, you know, I've been recognised that I've been training a lot or whatever. Mm. But what I'm saying is like there's a, you know, I don't know, it's, it's again another movie reference. I can't remember what it's from, from The Matrix, Definitely. from The Matrix, where Morpheus says to Neo, there's a difference between knowing the path and walking the and path. Walking path yeah. mm. Like just because you wear a purple belt, it doesn't mm. mean you're a purple belt mm. or a blue belt or a brown belt or a black mm-hmm. belt. Like mm-hmm. you either are that or you're not that and the belt doesn't the belt is like a warning sign for other people like if this person's got a black belt on and you try to take the piss you're probably going to get tapped quickly or destroyed Mm. that's that's you know it's like there's that jujitsu meme where it's got the um, it's got like warning signs in nature have you seen that one it's like the little pictures and it's like nature's warning signs so it's got like a it's like um, got a picture of a lion and it's like the teeth mm. or a, a wolf and it's mm. got the teeth and then it's got a, like a tiger and it shows like like in the air with its claw out mm. and then it's got like a, um, a snake or something about to mm. to attack and then it's got a dude with a cauliflower ear <laughs> and it's like nature's warning signs. Yeah, yeah. I like that. This, yeah, yeah. If you, if you know, but, but, but again, that's a little bit like, I tell you, there's a, there's a, there's just to completely go off on the tangent. There's this film. It's the terrible movie with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He's a debt collector and he's like, I mean, imagine the, imagine poorer casting than that, but he's a, he's a debt collector and he's like the most feared man in LA or whatever. He's like the enforcer, you know, 55 kilos dripping wet enforcer. But they gave him um, cauliflower ears. like prosthetic cauliflower ears. Did they? So the first and a scar. No, no, just ears, right? So the the first mistake they made was they gave him exactly the same cauliflower ears on both ears, and I was like, "Bro, you're always going to have bigger collie on the side that you pass. Come on, man, that's not real." So as a as a dork, I was like, "That's not believable." But then the other thing, I was like. Dude, I mean, my neck's like a pencil. But I was like, dude, your neck, there's no way you've got those cauliflower ears and you're not in a wheelchair with a neck that's four inches all the mm. way around. But it's like, that's, that's the thing. Like when you look at a, someone who's a four stripes on a blue belt or a purple belt or whatever, you just look at them and you're like, they just look a bit more gnarly. Mm. Their neck's a little bit more, their ears are a bit chewed mm. up, their fingers are a bit chewed up. It's like you kind of, you got to earn that 
mm. progression. You mm. can't just get a belt or a stripe or a promotion or whatever. Mm. You got to be that thing. That's uh, that's that's what I find. This I've talked about already. That with a, a lot of martial arts, maybe maybe all other martial arts, I don't know, but most of them, you you do a grading. Yeah, like that's right. yeah. it's you know October grading, and you've got to do this form, do these yep. kicks, punch this pad, and then you do a bit of sparring, and then if you learn everything. Hmm. now you're an orange mm. belt or yeah. whatever with jujitsu it's like no nah, mate if you're shit <laughs> you're <laughs> not getting promoted because i'm not having people coming into this gym and being that's like it. these the blue belts here are rubbish that's it yeah. i'm having people coming in going if there's a white belt with two stripes beware that's already a killer mm. and mm. and that's and that's the thing with jujitsu like i think you should get only promoted mm. when you're when you're worthy of that fight. Yeah. i didn't i yeah. i of course was delighted to get my blue belt but i actually didn't feel i knew enough and i didn't feel that i was a good blue belt and then very quickly i was given two stripes and i said to a guy called pat and someone else because pat got two stripes shout out to bald eagle Picture out to the body. Um, but I didn't feel that, I mean, maybe I was a bit of a cunt, but I said, I don't feel like I deserve two stripes. And I said, I don't feel that you, you should have got two stripes over. Because it would be like three months. And in that three months, we had not learned a lot. Yeah. I felt like I hadn't learned anything. It took yeah. me a good year at Blue Belt to feel like I'd learned anything yeah. new. Yeah. I felt mm -hmm. utterly shit as a Blue Belt. Looking at the white belt, of course, there were no white belts that really gave me any issue. But... When I was a white belt and I was looking at the blue belts, they would tear me out and you are so every row. I'd be armbarred five times in five minutes. I was just like, they seemed so elite. Mm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they were blue belts. Mm. Maybe they were sort of upper, upper blue belts. But I thought, they're still going to beat the crap out of me. Mm. I'm the shittest blue belt on the mat. Because I spent quite a lot of time at blue belt, by the time I got to purple belt, I actually felt like I was all right. I could hold my own. And mm. at purple belt, I've been all right. But a blue belt, I felt like I had imposter syndrome for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm more where you are now, both of you two. I'm like, if I get promoted, I get promoted. But I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I'm desperate to get my brown belt. Yeah. I think I'd been a blue belt for a long time. So I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, my ego, my ego yeah. always tells me, with oh, the, you should with get the blue belt. belt, I kind of, I thought, that I want the blue belt because I think it's just because that's not going to sound good, right? But it's just because we were training at home for, I think, like a year. And yeah. I think actually I've made like a quite a big progress from yeah, not knowing out. anything, being like, I think, white with three stripes to actually, you know, getting yeah. like, you know, yeah, anacondas yeah, yeah. all the time and, yeah. you know, all and, different. And, and officially your new, I, I was just thinking on the way here, your new, um, your new nickname. Which is? Crime Stopper. Crime Stopper? Yeah, crime Why? Stopper. Because you put a carjacker to sleep. Uh, we don't have what? to. We don't have to explain but that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> not going to call it out. At all. A few people will get that. A few people will get that. A few people will get that. Your new nickname like, is what? Crime Stopper because you put a carjacker but you, you, to sleep. You're right. I'm, I, you got yours. Did you get yours in lockdown or just after lockdown? Yeah, I, I got mine in lockdown. Yeah. In the white basement. I remember, I I remember seeing the pictures. And I, I was got, like, yes. I got my stripe first after the first time Seymour came. And yeah. I've, I've got a feeling I got him with something. <laughs> so <laughs> he like, gave me stripe. <laughs> stripe straight away on the next, next, next time. And then it blew out quite quickly as well. I think it was like within a few months. But I felt really... Back then, that I, yeah, I What's felt. What's nice is when people say, 
that's well deserved. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, other people have recognised. I'm still waiting for that level. Still waiting you for know what? As well, like, <laughs> I said well deserved to you and you got your glue. I, I really <laughs> appreciate it as well. Like the, the simul, uh, I love that. Like when, when during the promotion, people say a few, like, few words as well, because I think it's like, a spe- it is a special moment for everyone. Mm. So I do like it as well. If there's, you know, a little bit like that kind of build up to, to that the moment. The tea ceremony. <laughs> But you but know what are... I mean? It is, it is, it is, and it isn't, right? Because yeah. it is just a belt and it's just a stripe, whatever. But mm. I think, on the other hand, it As is humans, quite. A, we like yes, the we do. Markers, lots, we right? do have that uh, ego, yeah. all of us. A lot of white belts I talk to talk about stripes yeah you know, I feel and like i think as the white belt or, you, yeah. you yeah. kind of want that i feel yeah. like I deserve, and i'm like it's not my place to say and but i don't see that so much as you go up the ranks i don't people see yeah people going, oh, i really feel like no. I deserve but i think it's because they now realize yeah oh shit it's gonna it's, take a lot it's a to target get it's a target it's a it's target, a target exactly, but it also takes a lot and it, also you don't want to be, you feel like you're not ready to be yeah. a brown belt yet or whatever or, or even black. like on the i don't know on the blue belt if you get like more stripes and stuff you are kind of like being judged not judged right yeah. so if there is some sort of like pressure even yeah. if you put that pressure on yourself mm. And then, you know, you kind of tap to a white belt and you think like, uh, I shouldn't probably, but it happens, yeah, right? Exactly. Any, so, anyone, yeah. who's, anyone who's training regularly, yeah. if you make a little mistake, they're going to get And you. the thing mm. is, so, because for quite a few months when I joined the, the new gym that I'm at now, the resistance, uh, my kind of priority was like, I will not tap to anything. <laughs> yeah, I went through that. Um, yeah, she used to always come home and go, no one's still tapped to resistance. <laughs> I've done four classes and but no one's submitted. But the thing is, after a while, you know, on the one hand, it made you feel like kind of good. But on the other hand, it was like, I, I actually stopped myself from you don't learn doing technique. No, I was right? like, for ages, yeah. I went, no, no, touch yeah. me. No, no, it bores me. But I was just yeah, you don't do doing nothing. anything. Uh, exactly. I was just defending yeah. constantly. It was right, a boring so, role. So then I don't even know if this was on my list, but let me let me do my, oh. let me do point number three, which which is basically almost what we just covered. Is like put your ego let it leave, go. Leave it at the door. Let it go. Yeah, leave it at the door. <laughs> I mean, because a jujitsu. I think. I mean, I'm sure there are other things as well, but jujitsu, like as much as anything else, if you've got an ego. <laughs> you just get double pain yeah because you're gonna get the shit beaten out of you and if you've got an ego problem then emotionally mm-hmm. you're gonna get the shit beaten out of you on top of that yeah. forget your ego come in just to learn to learn something new and fun and powerful and healthy and it's, it's a fantastic thing and and just kind of um you want to you know you want to be in a learning mode but you want to be like in a, just a flow state. Mm-hmm. Like just go in and just 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 go for the sake of going. Go for the sake of doing the thing. You know, I see. I think I think with a, a lot of martial arts, it's the same thing, and and certainly it's the same with jujitsu. So many people they come, they're excited, they're telling you this, that, and the other. They're coming three times a week. They went on holiday. I thought you only went for a week, but you missed two weeks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because I was busy at work. Back. Then mm. they come back. Then they're, then they're off again for a week. Then you never see them again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I think a lot of it is down to. Um, so I have this conversation with Smith a few times. A lot of it is down to um, the nature of something that is so physically, emotionally, mentally difficult, mm-hmm. where people are going to beat the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. And every time you go, 
if you're training at a good gym with mm. good people, let me let me let me tell you a secret. This is my secret for the day. Go for it. Every single time you go on the mat for the rest of your life, even if you get reincarnated a hundred times, someone's going to beat the shit out of you. Mm. It's never going to stop. It's never. No, you're never going to get to a point where you're like, no one can beat me. No. No. You're going to get beaten up every time. You need to. You need to understand that. You need to accept that. You need yeah. to embrace that, and just say that's part of the journey. Sometimes yeah. I win. Sometimes I lose. It is what it is. But that's, so that's my number three. That's uh, with the learning. I think we we have like a misconception about tra- uh, learning as well. We only think that you kind of need to see the progression. Uh, but sometimes we just learn just from doing the mistakes. Yeah. And mm. then you know just like what to avoid or what yeah, to change, exactly. like those little mm. things like in your game. And especially if you train in the same environment, you might not see the progression because you train against the same people which progress yeah. as well, probably mm-hmm. at the same or similar speed to you. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you go against or with, not against, you train with... Yeah. Uh, someone new you might actually then see how much uh you progress but i as well see for myself sometimes i have like a amazing days that yeah. oh yeah i can yeah, do yeah. everything sometimes honestly i think like i don't even deserve that blue belt <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it was so yeah, bad it, it, it depends on so many factors right? i, I think that 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 thing you know that this i've talked about <coughs> before but where you have this, um, like you feel like you're not progressing. Mm. And it's like um, if you if you ever swim in the sea, when you swim with in the sea. With pyjamas on or off? Without, without, without. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Right? Do not go in the Iceberg sea with your pyjamas right on. But if you swim in the sea and, you, and you're swimming with the way the, the waves are yes. moving. Yeah, you said And you're point. swimming and you're like, yeah. fuck, this I'm not easy. moving. I, no, you, the, you, know, you, you feel like you're not not going anywhere because mm. the, the waves are moving with you yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you and then you look back and you're like fuck i'm like you know 500 meters out mm. from the thing i might i better turn around and then you turn around and you're like duh, 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 yeah. because the <laughs> you know the way it's like i'll tell you the other example it's like you know when you walk on those conveyor belts at the airport yes. and you're like <laughs> you look, look really at you walking so <laughs> far speed I'm, I'm not even breaking a sweat but yeah. it's, it's like that. Like you said, everyone's progressing as well. And you feel like, I'm not getting any better. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then someone new comes and you're like, I'm a lot better. Yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah, you just got to the, be consistent. I say to the similar stick lads with it. in the club, this is training. This is training. This is learning. Even the roles are training and learning. It's not a competition. Competition is for competition. Like I never put as much effort into... Uh, a sparring like a friendly sparring session as you do when suddenly you're in competition because that guy is really going 100 percent. Mm. he's really trying mm. to win mm. and you know at the end of the day if a guy taps you out in class you just slap hands and you go again mm. um yes we do have competition classes where you are putting more effort in because you're trying to get ready for a competition but this is this is something that happened with my training the change i made and it was just like you said earlier it isn't a competition. It's learning. It's mm-hmm. training. You mm-hmm. are seeing where the holes in your games are. Mm-hmm. Okay, he caught me. He caught me with a a das. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he caught me with a das today. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I, I'm going to take something from that. Mm-hmm. I, I go home and I analyze what why I got caught in the das, what I did, mm-hmm. and then next time I come on the mats, hopefully that won't that won't happen. You will. You do learn things from competition, but your bulk of your learning 
because a competition might be once a month or once every three months, six months, is a tiny percentage. Mm. The bulk of your learning is in those roles. Mm. And I've had blue belts that go, oh, I can't, in a jokey way, in a jokey way, I can't wait till I tap you. I just want to tap you, Ben. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I said, well, it will happen. Mm. Mark, who I mentioned earlier, when he was a white belt, he was my main training partner. We trained probably, we rolled, should I say, in a week, probably 30 times in a week. If you just work that out over a year, mm. that's, that's hundreds of times. Mm. Is it? <laughs> this, is like a, said, <laughs> this is like a Diane Abbott maths, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like... That's 2,562,000 yeah. times. Yeah. I said it is a matter of time before you catch me. And yeah, he's caught me twice. Um, I always remember when I get tapped out. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't concentrate on when you get tapped out. He's caught me twice. So I won't remember. But, but I remember because I'm like, what mistake did I make there? Yeah. He caught me with a wrong flute choke, which I've only ever been caught twice in my life. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? Well, I was trying to guillotine him. I got mm. my arm caught. Mm. And like I said, he was a very technical white, mm. but he mm. caught me. Mm. Um, you are going to get tapped. It's like when we were white belts and blue belts, because we train with higher grades, it was only a matter of time before we caught a higher grade. Mm. And of course, you went home that day going, oh, I can't believe I caught me with Ezekiel today. I caught, I caught a brown belt, I caught a black belt with Ezekiel. They then beat the shit out of you because yeah. they feel silly they got tapped You've got, you got to grade. do it just before the timer. Yeah. If you're smart, <laughs> I caught the first, first someone I won't mention names, but the first black belt I caught, because I don't think he saw the threat, and I caught him, and then he smushed me for the rest of that role. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. just like, oh. Because people do make mistakes, or they go, they're not going 100% because you're a white belt. They're going, I'm a black belt, you're a white belt. I don't need to give you my A game. Oh, you've made a mistake. Oh, he caught me. So everyone taps everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone taps So this everyone. would be your point number, whatever, three or four, whatever. It's like, it's, and it you, doesn't matter. This, doesn't oh, this matter. is a point I was going to make. Yeah. No one wants to tap. It is competitive, like you said. No one wants to tap or give away an easy tap, but it does happen. And the times when I've got injured, some, uh, looking back, were times where I was stubborn mm. and I had a, I remember Ed Ingemail saying to me once when I was rolling, he went, oh, trash can won't tap, he's stubborn. And I like had that in, uh, like a feather in my cap. Yeah, I'm stubborn, I'm mm. hard to tap. Not a white belt, I got tapped all the time. Mm. But I was like, yeah, I'm not going to tap, I'm not going to tap. And about six months ago, I was rolling with a guy who's about 25. He's an ex-paratrooper, or he might still be a paratrooper. He actually, maybe he's older than 25. He's very strong. It's about 30, uh, about 85 kilos. And he caught me in a choke. And it wasn't 100% on. And I couldn't stop his choke. I knew what he was doing, but he was he had mm. a good position on me. He was strong. And I didn't tap. And it was really painful. <laughs> and I kept looking up at the clock as we all do going, can I tough this out? And it was really cranking my neck. And I tapped. I did tap. But I tapped like, like I don't know, between five and 10 seconds before... And so I didn't quite make it. And afterwards, I thought, why the fuck didn't I just tap yeah, earlier? Because yeah. I was stuck like that for about three minutes. Yeah. Mm. And then my neck was fucked for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I was like, because he was a white belt, but bear in mind, he was, he'd been training for seven years. Yeah. Full strike and he's a belt. paratrooper. And he's a paratrooper <laughs> and he's strong as fuck. And he just puts, he put someone asleep in a competition a few weeks before. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to tap. It's yeah. that ego thing. I didn't yeah, want to tap yeah. to a white belt because you very rarely tap to a white belt, if we're honest. Yeah, probably. Unless they're a juggernaut. And now I'm like, like today you caught me in a dance and it was on. I could have really spazzed down on crazy to try to get out. But shout out to David Porter. 
But it was a really good dance. It was a really good dance. And Sandeep and Seymour. And what what did I say as soon as you caught me? I went, that was fucking awesome. Because I really respected what you did and the technique because it was awesome. Caught me, completely cut the blood off. And I was like, I'm going to go out. This was a pain thing Mm. with this guy. I was like, Mm. no, I'm not going to give in to David Goggins. (laughs) I was like, don't give in to the pain. But there are other times when that's happened, like maybe someone's had an Americana or something and I've gone it's not quite there and I've tried to tough it out and then I've had a, my arms hurt for a few days but I'm like well at least he didn't tap me yeah at least he didn't. you are going to be tapped it doesn't matter it's learning it's training it's yeah. not a competition yeah that's the, the tap is like your safety valve right so use it that's what use it's there it, for and then slap hands you've made a mistake see we mistake. Well, slap hands you've still got two minutes of the roll left yeah, slap hands. Try when, they're, when they're trying to do the slap, do a smash pass. Exactly. <laughs> I do tend to go a little bit harder because I want to get Straight the sub. After. In my head, again, my ego is like, I want to get the sub back, you know. <laughs> and if there is time, I really go a little bit harder to get that sub. So I can tip, go. tip number five, that is allowed. Yeah, that is allowed. <laughs> go on, what's your next one, Gosha? Communication. Communication. Mm, oh, on. This is one that only can come from a woman, right? <laughs> go on. Enlighten us. Men are like, no, we don't need to talk. We're fighting. I, yeah, I do. Probably too oh, much. No, yeah, I think we kind of touched already on that a little bit. So it's all about um, uh, knowing your partners and you will mm. only know them through well, communicating. I, I don't necessarily mean also like verbally, but what looking uh, after your partners as well. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you don't you are not the the you are not uh, how to say that not making like an injury not causing an uh-huh, injury uh-huh. so we train with some really amazing people and a few times someone just kind of stopped and said like oh we're not gonna roll like you know this way because it might you know be bad for your knees mm, mm. or or something like that which I think is actually really really good that teaches you as well the correct technique yeah. what to avoid yeah but it's also like you know, if you don't have a training partner, like mm. who are you going to train with, right? Yeah. So you mm. need to yeah, really, you look after yeah, you need to look after them. Good point. Yeah, really exactly. Good point. But also uh, me being a woman, older woman, um, and I'm going through perimenopause. So um, I try to kind of make people aware of that uh, before row because I can have a panic attack or... Um, Hot flash, which mm. <laughs> completely leaves me. <laughs> like, if anyone seen anyone having a hot flash, you can just imagine how that feels when you are actually f- halfway through the row. Uh, Do you have to stop? Does it fuck the well, roll up? I sometimes have to stop, or I wow. just like lay down, just like completely, just you know, trying <laughs> not to tap. Uh, you can see as well. I just like go completely red and extra, you know, double, triple sweaty. Wow. <laughs> not fun. Um, but I, I've, I've noticed as well when I say that to people, they actually take that under consideration yeah, when good. we roll. I'm not saying that they let me, you know, off in any way, mm-hmm. but they are checking on me as mm. well if I'm okay. And I think this is such a, it makes me feel much better because then I don't have this anxiety as well. Mm, yeah. And and I think for them it's much better. As yeah, well, you got to you got to look after your training partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you look after your training we partners, they will look after role, you. We have much more enjoyable I think. Yeah. And as well, it's a really good question before you roll to ask your partner if you are not familiar, especially with them. Mm. 
have you got any injuries? Mm, mm. Yeah. Because or yeah. the last time we 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 rolled, someone asked me how much do you weigh because the guy was much bigger than me. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, men are allowed to ask women that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how much do you how weigh? How old are you? <laughs> yeah. How much well, do you, do you weigh? know, what I say everyone. What's your star sign? I'm like I'm going through menopause, and they're like, "Shit, how old are you?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't ask about the age. <laughs> but I think it's really really yeah. nice. Think yeah. to actually ask those yeah, questions. Yeah, it makes you feel more comfortable uh-huh. going into a Sometimes role. it's yeah. obvious that I was rolling with a guy yesterday had a strapped up wrist. It was yeah. obvious he had a bad wrist. And I said, Is your wrist all right? And he went, It's a bit sore. You didn't say to him, You got any injuries, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you got injuries? Yeah, but I was careful. Wrist. There was a point where his, I easily wrist locked him and I didn't. Yeah. I went, oh, Don't be a dick. Yeah. And it was a it was a good role, but yeah. it's, sometimes it's obvious what someone's yeah. injury is because they're strapped up with something. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes it's not. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes something Some can happen on the inside, during yeah, the. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got a lot of emotional scars. <laughs> but actually, I mean, we joke about that, but you know. That is, some people, like, you get claustrophobic, Yeah, right? I was going to say, me and, I don't know if I can say it, Smith is the same, right? We can get claustrophobic, mm-hmm. so we can just stop just being squashed yep. from the... Yeah. And if you know that, if you just look then at the go, reaction... you go straight to full mount. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just, like, lay on them, that's like, it. I tapped that woman <laughs> six times, man. <laughs> Shit. And I just, you know, sat down and nothing. But you're but, right. But just, like, checking as well on your partner when you are sparring, if... Sometimes you cannot tap because, like, your both hands yeah. are trapped, right? Yeah. It's good to check with them, or you know, like when I think I've got you in uh, uh, in some choke, and yeah. I think that you, I yeah, got to it. Check, what, yeah. Are you still awake? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, it's like when you caught me earlier. I don't actually know how I tapped. I might have used my foot. No, I think it, you just tapped normally. Did I? Yeah, yeah. But, but I was going out. <laughs> There's a time when. When you, sometimes you're going out and you exactly. think you're tapping yeah. and you're not and you know your hands are going yeah. and you think you're right but it's but good you're to not. check uh-huh. on your partner after because sometimes if they haven't gone fully out they're yeah. still I was still a bit yeah. hazy at first yeah, yeah. So when, whenever I catch someone in a triangle I'm always like are you alright yeah and they always you know, they always go yeah I'm fine and you go off you go again but and then they, and then they fall bit, over but I'm always a little bit uh, slower yeah in the, in the first sort of next minute of that role just because you don't know how close they were yeah yeah i mean i'm always pretty vocal i'm like you nearly put me out then yeah. you, nearly put me out. you know yeah, yeah or yeah. If, if you hurt someone like if it's quite a tight footlock and they go yeah da, 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 da. yeah and then you're like are you are you okay you're okay yeah yeah. yeah 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 i'm okay but like yeah yeah communication is really yeah. really important that yeah, sounds like go. every <laughs> single uh every single time that we roll at home me you and seymour right <laughs> Yeah. You know that's oh, that, I heard it. We should have that on the wall somewhere. <laughs> I, heard, I was rolling yesterday. What's your what's your safe word? Yeah. <laughs> if anyone tries to toe hold me, if they grip my toes and I think there's a danger, yeah. even before it's there, I'm going. Yeah, 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 I'm the same. And everyone's like, shit, what's going on over I heard a lot of those the other day. Yeah. Uh, I won't mention any names, but you knew they were tight submissions yeah. and they were <laughs> quick, hard submissions. Yeah, yeah. Because that is the panic tap. Yeah. Out, it? yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so and then like a little super mini point on the end of that. If you're tapping, tap on your partner. Do not tap on the mat. Yeah. It's a noisy mat. No one can hear it. Your yeah. partner's looking the other way. Just tap on your partner. I verbal. I verbal. Or verbal, tap. yeah. But, you know, something that you know that, that, that they, they can engage with rather than... You say, bro, tap like 15 times on the mm. mat. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I can know. Hear. I don't we often have music playing yeah. it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. I have tapped, I'm sure, with my foot. 
And yeah. I have pe- seen people tap. Because you I, can't get to anything else. But if, yeah. if your partner's face, you know, chest, leg, whatever is available, maybe not on the bum for girls. Yeah. They're it like, happened. Did I, did I have you in anything? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You were nearly. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Because I, I've had discussions with people and they go, I couldn't tap. And I went, you can always say tap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you should just practice it. Once you once you get good at it, you find it comes it's easy. Very natural for it me. Comes easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like All right. Let's gun. do one more. Let's do one more each. All right. Go on then. Go on. Okay. Me. Yeah, you. 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 Me. You. You. Me. All right. You, you. Do, so my one. My Can't one's. My one's two points. Oh gosh. Of course. Two. Two opposing battling. You know, like the Rocky and Drago gloves yeah. in Rocky Four. I must, <laughs> I must break you. Point number one is, do not. Um, feel pressured or compelled to compete. Right. Point number two is Dude. you should compete. <laughs> oh God, we had this so, discussion like yeah, times. Do you know? And 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 they're both and they're both valid and they're both legitimate and they actually do both ex- coexist in the same space. So there's competing is for a lot of people is very stressful, very mm, difficult. Mm. You might get injured. You don't want to do it. You don't like compete, you know, training in front of other people. Everyone's watching all kinds of things. Mm. And so you should not feel pressured to compete and you should not be pressured by your gym or by your coach or whatever to compete if you don't want to. And on the flip side, you should compete because it is, um, it's good to put yourself in those difficult situations. It's good to do things that really push you and stretch you and give you a sense of achievement when you get through them and will improve your jujitsu, even though it's one five-minute round or two-minute round or whatever it is. Just through that experience, it, it will make your jujitsu better. Um, and, I, and, you know, I can talk about it ad nauseum, but I'll, I'll keep it brief like that. Do not feel pressured to compete. Go compete. <laughs> Great. <laughs> An oxymoron. Is that an oxymoron? Um, no. I don't know. But, it, you know, it's. I, I, when I started, I said, I'm not competing. Me too. I didn't want to compete. I didn't do it because I wanted to compete. I just did it because I wanted to train. I wanted to have something that I could get back into to, to learn and be in a community and be busy and be fit and be healthy and whatever. That was my only reason for doing it. Mm. And then... Once I went and competed, you know, I, I, I told, mm. I won't tell the story again, but once I went and competed, I was like, that was good. Like mm. it was really hard but and really stressful, but don't you think uh, it was that good. you like that as well because you won? But you, don't but you think I was that gonna, added? To I was going to say, but you said you won and you lost. Yeah, yeah. So. I won and I lost it. I, I won that and then uh-huh. the Euros and then I lost at the Euros yeah. and then the English I won. And then, so... I honestly, I'm not saying like you have to be one of those. Oh yeah, bro! Every weekend, mate, I've done the Bournemouth Open in yeah. the morning, and then the Sunday I went to the South End. Isn't yeah. it? For some people, that's it, that's great for them. You know, they're young, they're competing a lot every weekend, they're winning medals. If if that's you, that's amazing. But I'm I'm saying more so as an older person. Mm. You know, it, I think a lot of things as you're older become more difficult. You know, we've talked mm-hmm. about things like imagine if you were single and you had to go dating again now compared <sighs> to when you're 20 or whatever. Yeah. Like it just would just be horrendous. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same with a lot of things. Like if mm. you had to go back to school, if you have to change jobs, mm. if you have to get a new qualification, whatever. When you're 50, it's a lot different to when you're 25. Oh, yeah. And so I think you can lump into that competition. 
you know, even turning up to jiu-jitsu is probably hard at the beginning when you're older. Mm. But going and competing is probably particularly stressful, not just because of the the stress of doing it, but because there is probably realistically more injury potential. And you're like, mm-hmm. I've got a mortgage to pay. I've got mm-hmm. a job to go to. I need to drive my kids to school. I've mm. got to do this and this and that and that. And that. I can't really do that with a broken ankle or a broken arm or Mm. whatever it is. Um, But it is, it is, it is, um, I think if you train long enough and you train hard enough and you train regularly enough, at some point you're going to say, I'm I'm entering a competition. Mm. And when you feel that that's the time to go, go. Yeah. If you don't feel it's the time to go, don't go. But I think for most people at some point you're like, you know what? I'm going to go and test myself. Yeah, mm. I think with the competition as well, it's kind of tied really closely with ego because you have to probably leave your ego a little bit behind, right? Because there's two people on the mat. One mm. of them will lose. Mm. So you've got 50% chance of winning. Mm-hmm. And Have you competed? Once, yeah. How was it for you? Oh, actually, I loved it. Although I got injured straight away in first uh, 10 seconds. Shit, what happened? Uh, my knee just popped again. Oh, so I had the torn MCL. And oh, just like, shit. Yeah, first and seconds of my first 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 one. I lost my first one, but I mastered three, and they merged us to, with adults. That's happened to me a lot. With an so, adult MMA fighter. So right, my, my match, my first one was with a girl 18 years, I think, younger than me. Yeah. So I lost this one. <laughs> Although I'm like Diaz brothers, if I'll have more time. <laughs> if you won, you'd have been a hero. Uh, but then the second one, which I had with a girl uh, just slightly younger than me, I won. So I still feel like a winner in my <laughs> That's age the thing. This, is, this goes back to what I was saying, like trying to pick partners in, in class at a similar age, similar yeah. weight, similar belt level. And, but sometimes you will spar with people that are younger and stronger and faster. It is good to mix those roles in mm-hmm. on, on your terms, I guess, to a degree, because that's happened to me as well, where you fought people 15 years younger than you and you've done all right. You've done but all right. But it's not the same, right? It's like. But, they, you, but you do feel, when you look at him and you go, oh, he looks fast. He looks, yeah. he's hasn't got any gray hair <laughs> i mean but, to be honest like when we were doing warm-up right i had like two hot flashes <laughs> and she was like running around the mouth yeah. and stuff and i was like right yeah. okay but then if you win <laughs> like, i got a bronze in one competition against guys that were masters one and i i actually didn't mo- a lot of competitions i'm like oh that guy just he's too good he's mm. just too good he smashed me but in that that was one the one of the only competitions i was in where i went i felt like i was I was quite a high level blue belt at the time. And I think they were looking looking back at it. I think they maybe had one stripe or two stripes or mm. something like that. I felt like I did no more than them. And I did, and, that, and they didn't outstrength me either because mm. I was, I'd gone down a weight division at that time. Um, and it was close. It was close. The guy that beat me actually won. And he only beat me by like couple of points but i think i think regardless um, of winning or losing yeah. it's more it's more about um when when you feel you're ready to go take that test yeah, no, uh-huh. I was, and i did feel That's that yeah. just, just go because try it it's a good I, experience i have to say like i lost my first match and i was even thinking if i lose how am i gonna feel 
But I, mm. I was like living with like the biggest smile on my face yeah. I because okay. I loved the experience. Yeah, you know, I went like on the mat with like a crowd around me, which I thought I won't be even able to do. Okay, I lost on points really badly, <laughs> mm. but I did it. And for yeah. me, that was just... It's an achievement. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that, was, that, one my, exactly. that was one of my mm-hmm. favourite comps, my... although I got a bronze. Yeah. Um, that was my favourite comp I've ever done, and I lost, ultimately. You know, I came third, but I actually that was my most enjoyable experience yeah. Yeah. I'd had. But it sucks coming to fight down a weight division or sort of upper weight division or I wouldn't even bother personally, but... I always stupidly when I sign up, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll fight uh, younger, yeah, I'll yeah, fight heavier. I was because I had 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 so I've had so many injuries that have been for so like multi years. I'm like, mm. fuck off, I'm not doing it. Mm. But go on, what's your what's either of you guys your last? Oh God, what was it? Gosh, gosh, you go because okay. when, when you were go talking, I was going. Oh, I'm going to say this. With something that obviously you will have on your list as well, but you are just too shy to say. So makeup and hair, <laughs> for real. I was going to do. I was going to say hair. That was my next point. <laughs> no, but this except is... that it's all falling out. <laughs> no, I just, I just think like this is something that is worth probably mentioning. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being a bit uh, picky. Oh. I hate. It's like my pet hate i think it's called yeah when i'm trying to grab someone's like neck and their hair is like i feel bad over, right i feel I bad because you go to grab a lapel yeah. and you know you've grabbed their hair i i often let go yeah yeah and try and re-grip it without the hair because i think i'm going to tear it or out their, yeah or their big ed ingamel beard mm. well this is the reason well, i you, cut my beard yeah, this one's when I, perfect you, right when you, you got the long one it's fucking horrible when you first met me i did i have long hair as well uh maybe anyway for the listeners, a few years ago, I had sort of shoulder length, long hair, and I had a very long beard, sort of to about where my sternum is. Where it meets did you diaphragm. used to have a in a ponytail? I used to have yeah, to wear yeah, it in a bun. You did, you did have it. But even with that, it still got torn out. And my yeah. beard mm-hmm. used to get torn because people would take a lapel grip. They wouldn't know they'd have a handful of hair and they rip rip their arm or rip their my arm away. And because sometimes it would get caught in my hand as well. Yeah, yeah. But hair, and I was like, yeah. fuck this, I'm losing hair. There'd always be hair all over the mat. And everyone's like, oh, trash can, you flipped your hair. <laughs> so I shaved, I shaved it off. Yeah. I mean, at the moment it is shaved as well. Yeah, yeah. But I shaved it off and my beard has got shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. So but it's a big deal. It's, the thing is, in, you can do something about it, right? Especially if you've got like long hair. So I have my hair always like retied. I always have two like French plaits. Mm. And still like I lose like mm. lots mm. of hair because so you can't really... No, you can't. Uh, you know, go around it. But I just don't get why people just leave it loose. I will, I will add one thing to... In fact, I'll add three things to that. Okay. Okay. Go on. Wash your gi. Oh God! Don't come to class in a stinky, dirty gi that you rolled yeah. in, or a wet gi that hasn't dried yet. Oh, Don't do what? it. Never had yeah, this. A lot of, a I would say okay. Wash so, your feet. Okay. Keep your nails. Cut clips. your nails. Right. Yeah. Cut and file your nails. I file my nails. Yeah. If I had a, if I had a club, such a girl. <laughs> if I had my own club, see, I'm I knew telling that you, you gonna like the there would be nail clippers. There'll yeah. be a nail clipper station in every corner. But so many gym owners say it as well. They're Nick, Nick, Cut your Nick nails. Everyone Dan, says that. All people, they've always gone, make sure your nails are... If I yeah. find people with long... No, you're off the mat. And yet you... I have got so many scars on my right hand uh-huh. off scratches. Yeah. yeah. And I got a really long one across my neck. It was about six inches across my neck where someone went to grab the back of my lapel. And I felt like a bird. I felt, felt, I thought it was a 
the pell burn. Yeah. No, it wasn't when I got home because all the salt went in it from the sweat. Because when oh, you got home, <laughs> when I got home, no, <laughs> your wife was like, I thought, is it a burn? "What is that?" I was like, "Why is what this, this jujitsu you've been lying yeah. about?" But yeah, I, the amount of scratches I have on my hands, and because yeah. you are constantly training, the the scratches open up. Yeah. So yeah. it takes so much longer uh-huh. to heal. So Fucking broadly, nice. so, sort yourself. Yeah, out. and I would say then. For girls, also remove makeup. Yeah, we don't want no orange face. No, I mean, it, you know, it's it's first of all you end up looking like panda afterwards <laughs> uh, because it will start. And not kung fu panda. But either. as well, if someone has got a white gi, yeah. you live like uh, yep. you know quite a bit or of white a white yeah, shroud. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt. <laughs> or a white mat. Yeah, that is well. Or a white mat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not going there. All right, I remember my point. Go on, uh, bring it home. Bring it home. Su- supplement your training. Obviously, oh. I-, I mentioned earlier, I was running a lot and I was lift. I went- I've gone through periods where I was lifting. Uh, I did it. I did too much running, too much. And it was uh, having an effect on my jiu-jitsu because I'm a guard player. And I- my legs were just fucked all the time. My knees were fucked. And I was finding it much harder to, to play that sort of game. And people were passing. And I was getting frustrated because my legs just felt so tired and weak. And joints felt bad. But finding the right balance through doing other things outside but also what i mean by supplementation is is sometimes turning to deficiencies that you might have so Mm -hmm. whether you need to take certain vitamins or maybe maybe you're a person not taking enough protein on board or creatine or or anything that can help your recovery Mm -hmm. or help Mm -hmm. you prior to going to training often i'm very tired because i've done a 14 hour day so I might take a pre-workout just to give me a little bit of energy. Sometimes I've made a mistake and I've gone with a, a pre-workout that's contained a lot of um, cocaine. caffeine. And, cocaine. <laughs> and then I've gone, why can't I sleep at night? Why can't I sleep at night? And it's been a real problem. Yeah. But taking, yeah, taking supplements to help with the training. Um, sleep, sleep is really important. Mm-hmm. Jiu-jitsu, most jiu-jitsu classes are in the evening. There are day classes, of course, and morning classes, but most jiu-jitsu is in the evening. Once your core temperature is raised by a couple of degrees, it takes about two, three hours for your core temperature to come mm. back down. So when you come back and you're trying to sleep, you're not going to go to sleep. Yeah. You're, you're, unless your core temperature is returned to normal. If you're hardcore, then you can ice bath it or cold if you shower are, yeah. it. Well, actually, apparently hot it. baths work better because when you're in a hot bath, you're the blood goes to the to skin and therefore it's going away from the core mm-hmm. and therefore it, it's trying to cool itself down from the outside Hot I can do. and then it'll cool you down. But, um, so yeah, recover, uh, it ties in with the recovery. Yeah. Taking I mean, we, supplements we don't train late purposely. Brilliant. Like the, 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 the class yeah. that, I, that we normally go to at Ibby's is six till six seven, seven. seven. Right. Because mm-hmm. the sort of nine o'clock finish ones, I can't do them anymore. It used to kill me at Mill Hill because I would yeah. get, I'd finish about half nine, and then i drive home and then you need to eat and then i was up, i was up for hours yeah but um that's why i train so much better on the weekend i'm less tired but yeah. generally on the saturday it's at lunchtime the sunday it's in the morning yeah but i will take on those saturday and sundays i will possibly take a pre-workout that does have caffeine or something to give me an extra boost mm-hmm. um and I've, there are times where i've been taking creatine or beta alanine or something like that or there are periods where I've taken, we should be sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens, AG1. AG1, Athletic Greens. 
But I do take that from time to time or I take something similar, cheaper on the market because you aren't getting Dodgy all, one. Yeah, dodgy one. Because you're not always getting all the vitamins and minerals yeah. you need from the yeah, food yeah, because yeah. we live fast-paced life. You don't always have the time to cook seven vegetables every bloody meal. Yep. So didn't care about that so much when I was younger and I used to lift weights. and Gosh, three sport. vegetables in a salad. Genius. <laughs> there you go. Chili counts as well. Right? And aren't those squishies... Rhubarb and rhubarb, but um, I, I didn't focus when I was younger. I used to, would take a lot of protein, yeah, because uh, I want to get bigger. That's yeah. not my goal anymore. I think you and me have discussed this before. Cool. But protein and amino acids and things are, are are important when repairing muscle. Yeah, and even though we might not be coming back from jujitsu and two days later having terrible doms where you can't bend your arm, we are breaking muscle fibers down. Mm. So it's. And our bones aren't as strong as they were. So mm. it's important to, I mean, not that I'm saying everyone needs to go out and get blood work done to see where there are deficiencies, but I have got friends recently that have gone and got blood tests mm. and they have seen that they do have deficiencies mm. or they're pre-diabetic or blah, 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 or their testosterone is low. Yeah. Mm. So once you know what those deficiencies are, yeah, you can then address that. Can deal with them. So yeah, um, as I've got older, I, I do supplement more with vitamins and and. Mm. and zinc and yeah, magnesium nice. and i'm not always bang on it but i do go through periods where i'm like this is what i'm taking every day yeah because yeah. i'm pushing my body so hard yeah. especially when i was running and doing yeah, yeah, yeah. so strike going back to maybe what i touched on earlier recovery don't overtrain supplement if you need it um do training that that complements what you're doing in jiu-jitsu reason I do pull-ups is because you do a hell of a lot of pulling in jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. You'll mm -hmm. grab another power or, or, or a sleeve and you're pulling and you're pulling. A pull-up is a great exercise because you're pulling. That sounds because I can't do pull-up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it helped with grip. I've got very weak hands. I've not got pretty strong hands or arms, but I can do pull-ups. And I know if I've got my grips tight, mm. they're not easy to break. Mm. Um, doing some sort of cardio might help. Even just going for a half an hour walk is going to help. Anything's better than nothing. I know there's some people that just do jujitsu and that as their training, and I've gone through periods like that. But when I've had the time mm. and I have recovered properly, mm. it made a difference. Certainly when I was competing at Blue Belt and I got very fit. Like the competition I just mentioned where I came, got a bronze, I came third, but I felt like I was... As I felt like I was strong against yeah. those guys yeah. and I felt I was fit against those guys and I was supplementing a lot at that time. So nice. that would be that would be my last one. Nice. Additional things that complement your jiu-jitsu specifically and taking supplements if you're older. Of course, they'll help if you're younger as well, but I think you might need a little bit mm. yeah. more when you're older. Yeah. Sleep, number one. And go to sleep, sleep yeah. number one. Yeah. Beautiful. That's two hours and Is it? three minutes. We've talked that long <laughs> about that record shit. record so far. There were some people going, Ooh. fuck me, that was a boring one. Yeah, there's, but one, hopefully, there's, there's, there's one sitting in front of me. Hopefully there'll be some <laughs> middle-aged women Shout ahead. Shout out to Tom in the booth. There'll be some middle-aged women <laughs> that might take yeah, something hopefully. from it. Hopefully, hopefully that's helpful. And uh, If you're a white belt anyway, coming into it, I think. Yeah, or if you're thinking about starting, or even if you're thinking about starting something else, you know, a lot, a lot yeah. of those things are probably transferable to yeah. starting up at yeah. your local netball team or yeah, your yeah, local yeah, yeah, five-a-side yeah. or whatever. So, um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed it. Send us your uh, send us your meals, crisps, chocolates and sweet uh, suggestions. Jason, white That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, send, send, <laughs> We're going to test them. 
Oh, yeah, we no. could test it. No, 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 no. Yeah, you will. Come the sweets, on, the sweets, the sweets. You'll be like, oh, I can do it. I was like, Gosh, I will do it. Yeah, so send us your send us your food stuff on uh, Jason White Basement on Instagram. And what are you, Go Morski or Goshaconda? Goshaconda, Goshaconda on Instagram. Shout out! I'm what? just Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. Well, that's a ben Kenobi. There's not much cooler names, right? <laughs> yeah. Ben Kenobi. On yours Instagram. all sound like killer names. Like Jason White Basement. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Jason White sorry, Basement. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Gosha Konda. Yeah, Gosha, it's the best name. Gosha Konda. I don't think anyone's had a better name. Yeah, it's Gosha Konda, Jason White Basement, Ben Kenobi on Instagram. Um, podcast is on Spotify and Amazon Music. And maybe by the time you listen to it, it'll be on iTunes. It will be on YouTube as well. Oh, cool. um, so uh, give, us a, give us a thumbs up or a five star. Leave some comments. And uh, share the link. Share with the share with the world. And we'll catch you next time. Oof. If you don't deserve my love, you won't get it. No credit. Me over once and regret it. Yeah, I said it. Feelings and emotions, I can shed it. Re-edit. I'm running from my past. Yeah,